0: welcome everyone to our 48th episode of dna takeover uh without further ado let's get into our first segment called the quote of the week and this week's quote of the week is short and simple you know and it is be yourself everyone else is already taken and that's basically it short and sweet today love that He Mm -hmm. said everyone else is already taken. I love that. Mm -hmm. David, are you going to be yourself, man? No, I kind of feel like being like, like I don't know, Cristiano Ronaldo right now. Stop it. No. What? You don't want that money and that fame? No,
1: I'd rather you be you. I wouldn't want to be friends with Ronaldo. I'd rather be friends with you. You know
0: what? That's so nice. (laughs) But I know you're lying.
1: I'm definitely not. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm actually not. That's definitely not a lie. Most definitely you know, not a
0: lot. You're right. You're right. right. You know, I'm a comedian. I'm a sports player. And, you know, I'm funnier than Dave Chappelle. I'm better than I'm better than Aaron Rodgers. You know, just everything.
1: Most definitely. I agree with all those statements. Those are all factual statements, man. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> But I was... Say it one more time for the people in the back, though.
0: Of course. The quote of the week is be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. And that was said by Oscar Wilde. So shout out to you, Oscar uh thanks for that awesome quote man indeed indeed but well you ready to get the rest going on like ready to start the first segment oh let's do it without further ado ladies and gentlemen we move on to our nfl segment where we're gonna go over the games but most most importantly we're gonna go over the predictions that happened but we only had one happen and it was on uh wait did we have one hold up hold up hold up, hold up. <laughs> i'm losing track of my days i don't know if it's like something like I, I feel like today's Thursday, and then I, it, it Thursday, right? Yeah. Oh, it's gosh. It. Oh, my gosh. You I, go, I don't man. know. So, <laughs> I feel like I'm so mixed up on the days. But we have a Monday night football game, and it's a prediction that I made. So without further ado, Eric, I'm going to leave the honors to you. Uh, why, thank you, my friend. But without further ado,
1: let's dive right. Actually, you know, let me stop really quick. We got an audio message, my guy. We got an audio message. So oh, you might have to play all right. quick. Yeah, let's do it. What? What's it called? This one is from our boy Mr. Motivations. You know, this time I'm not gonna steal his intro, even though I love saying his intro so much. But I'm not gonna steal it. You guys I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let y'all hear the intro for the first like for the first time without me saying it. You know what I mean? But regardless, <laughs> Motivations, thank you for being here, man. And here's your audio message.
2: Eric what? Hines, D Rod 09. it's your boy, Mr. Motivation in the building. How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? Happy, happy Thursday. Chiefs day, baby. Let's go, Cheese. You know, I got some predictions I got to get in before I get out of here, but I'm gonna say them for a little bit later. I hope that y'all week has been going great. I've been having a rough week, a rough week this week, but you know, I'm finally, thank God I'm coming out of it, but I hope that y'all week has been going well. Yo, we got to talk, bro. The man, the woman, dude. Ah. So this is my theory, bro. Every mile gets fired. We know that's the elephant in the room, right? But I feel like he got back from doing the man to woman. He was like, yo, this doesn't work. So I got to get this frustration out. And then he kicked the kicker. You know, dang. But he gone. He out of there. Um, Yeah. And um, Steph broke the record. Greatest shooter of all time. Un- yeah. un- undisputed, you know. What up, though? What's up, Mr. Yo. Motivations? What the heck? What
0: happened? Yo, Snowball's getting thrown. You seen that? What? A fight? <laughs> <I'm laughs> <so confused>. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I have no idea. Real quick, shout out to Mister Motivation. <laughs> shout out to you, man. Uh, we appreciate you as always, and you know we have a lot of sports highlights. And whatever you're going through right now, man, you're gonna push through it, and everything's gonna work out. I promise. But yeah, man. Listen, uh, man, I just want to agree with
1: David. On. I just want to agree with David on David. That's all. That's all. Sorry.
0: All right, man. But shout out to you again, and uh, you d- we did have Stephen Curry today. Which was Stephen Curry on? What was that Tuesday? Stephen Curry when he broke the record in MSG on Tuesday.
1: Yes, it was Tuesday. You know why I remember it was Tuesday because I work on Tuesday. I was watching it. That's,
0: that's why I remember. I remember but, that. Yeah, he had to do it in Madison Square Gardens for the icing on the top. Yo, those snowballs are actually annoying. Right now. Well, <laughs> yeah, I,
1: don't I don't know, know why.
0: It's <laughs> a snowball fight, man. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, but without definitely do, Eric. The floor is yours.
1: All right, man. Well, why, thank you, my friend. So really quick, I just want to run through um, what we do around here before we, like, before I continue. um. But we do our NFL, it's like NFL game, like our NFL game predictions, but also we go over the game, right? But in our NFL game predictions, we basically just make um, predictions on the game. We pick who's going to win by what type of score. And then we pick two people. I mean, one person from each team, right? And then we have a point system for it. So right now, I'm in the lead 64 to 61, right? Um... And let's go ahead and go into David's prediction. Here we go. It was the Rams versus the Cardinals. This was a this was a Monday night game, right? Yes, it was a Monday night game. Monday night football, man. And David, you had said that the Rams are going to win 31-24, to the fraudulent Cardinals. Yes, I did say it. I did say it, man. And I'm, I'm going to talk about it a little bit. I want to talk about it a little bit later, too. But what's it called? Um, you said that they were going to win 31-24. to And David, I can't inform you. Wow. Wow, you actually got finessed. No, David, the score was 30 to 23.
0: Oh my gosh, just give it to me. Give it to me. Come on,
1: guys, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first time in like I think NFL that this has been the closest. You were a point off on each one on each side, man. That's unfortunate, bro. I'm sorry,
0: give it to me, ladies and gentlemen. He has to give it to me. Hey, rules over. are rules. I'm not giving it to you, man. I can't give it to you. It's too we close. We break but... the rules. We break the rules sometimes.
1: Nah, we can't break the rules for that, my friend. But, hey, you do get a point for the Rams, though. You do get a point for picking the Rams. Now, you did say also that Matthew Stafford would, have, would get two or more touchdowns, and he did you He did you more than that, man. He got you three touchdowns, three passing touchdowns in, on that, in that game, so you get a point for that as well. And you said that Kyler Murray would have one turnover. You were on top of this game, bro, because Kyler Murray had two turnovers. You were ready for it. I respect you. it, You get a sol- Oh, no, I don't respect it because now that the game is tied. Uh oh. Oh, no. He gets a solid three points. And now the <laughs> game is tied 64 to 64, man. But, David, how you feeling after that prediction?
0: Yeah, I'm just going to say it. I'm talented. That's it. Whoa, no, whoa, no, no conce- whoa. No cockiness, no conceit. No, I'm not being conceited or cocky at all, but I'm just like, I'm just that guy. I, you're apparently.
1: Not, you're not that guy, Val. You're not that
0: guy. Yeah. <laughs> No, but seriously, I'm happy to get three out of four. I wish it could have been four out of four, you know, if Eric can be a little generous today on the, on the, no, the season of, of giving.
1: No, I'm not giving none. No, I'm, I'm the Grinch. No, i <laughs> no, kidding. But either way, um, David, let's dive into this game really quick. What do you say? This is the only game we got to dive yeah. into. So. Yeah. We'll get really fast. We'll start off with the Arizona Cardinals, the losers, right? So, we'll start off with, with Kyler Murray, man. 32 for 49, 383 yards, no no touchdowns, and only two interceptions, man. Wow. Rough, rough night for Kyler, man. It sounds to me, it sounds like to me a little bit of fraudulent, fraudulentness. <laughs> I just made that word up. But, like, sounds, sounds right. Like, sounds right, you know? But, but then that's not all. After that, rushing, leading in rushing yards for, Ky- for Arizona was Kyler Murray again, bro. So that's another that's another big sign. He had 61 yards for rushing for for Arizona, and after him he had James Conner. James Conner had two touchdowns, but he had 31 yards rushing. All right, so not a bad game for James Conner, but he could they could have done with a little bit more yards from him. Right. After that, in Arizona' receiving department, we had AJ Green leading the team in receiving. He had seven receptions for with ten targets and 102 yards, and you had James Conner right afterwards with nine with with um nine receptions. At, with nine targets, 100%, and 94 yards right after that. Then you had Christian Kirk, 86 yards, you know. So it wasn't an ultimate terrible game. It's just that they couldn't get in the end zone with their receivers, right? Um, Then you get in the fumble department. You had Kyler Murray with one fumble, and you had Christian Kirk with one recovery. Going into the defensive stats, there was no interceptions for them. However, leading the team in total tackles with Jalen Thompson with nine total tackles and five solo tackles. Um, In your sacks department, you had Jordan Phillips with a sack. You had Zach Allen with a sack. And you had Chandler Jones with a sack. So that's pretty much all she wrote. I mean, we'll give some credit to the kicker as well. You had Matt Prater with three, went 3-for-3 three three and his long was 53. But that's all she wrote for the Cardinals. But let's go ahead and dive into the Los Angeles Rams stats, man. Matthew Stafford had a game. Had a game. Went 23-for-30, 287 yards, and three touchdowns. That's an amazing game for Matthew Stafford. Absolutely amazing game for him. About right? time. Yeah, right. It's been a little bit. I think like three games, right? It's been three games since like come on, like he's that. Done. It's been a slump. He's been in a slump, most definitely, most definitely. And then after that, in the rushing department, you had Sony Michelle with um twenty carries for seventy nine yards, right? And going to the receiving department, no, no one else other than Cooper Cup leading the team in in yards, thirteen receptions on fifteen targets, one hundred and twenty three yards, one touchdown. Um, then you had Odell Beckham Jr. OBJ, man. Six six receptions for seven targets, 77 yards, one touchdown. Then you had Van Jefferson. He had 58 yards for one touchdown as well. So, man, Matthew Stafford was just sh- sharing the love for all his receivers, man. But he did he fumbled the ball runs, but he did recover as well in the fumble department. But going into the defensive stats, you had Ernest Jones with one interception for 31 yards. And then you had L- Leonard Floyd with one interception for 11 yards. And leading the team in, in total tackles was also Leonard Floyd with eight total tackles, five total tackles. And two passes deflected and also a QB hit, right? And then oh my goodness. In the sacks department. David, it's that bad man, bro. We posted about Oh, it's a about- scary, man. Yo, we posted about him a couple a couple of days ago. If you guys didn't check that out, go check out our Instagram. But Aaron Donald, bro. Let me just list these stats. Five toe tackles, three solo tackles, three sacks, three tackles for a loss. One pass deflected and three QB hits. What in the world, bro? He was Disgusting. eating Kyler Murray. He's actually eating Kyler Murray. That's actually <laughs> so sick, dude. Oh my gosh, we gotta talk about so many things about this game too. Hopefully, I don't forget them in like the, in the next two seconds. But regardless, um, hey, going to the kicker, um, the kickers and the things. You had Matt Gay with th- went three for three and his long was fifty five yards. But um, regardless, that's all she wrote
0: in the game. David, break this game down for us, man. Ah oh, man, when I when I predicted the score, I said Rams are going to win. People were like, you know what, the Cardinals are going to win. Obviously, right? Cardinals are were ten and two at the time. They had the best record in the NFL. And you know, Los Angeles Rams, they were in a little bit of a slump, especially with their defense. And you know, I, I was I was I was hoping that the Los Angeles Rams their their defense picked it up. And this is the game they picked it up. Now, if they keep this consistently, man, the Los Angeles Rams are going to be a real threat. Like like you said to the Cowboys, like they're gonna be real threats to teams in the NFC. And um, but that's the only if they keep up their defense. It looked like for the first time for the first time since they got Von Miller, that, that Von Miller actually produced, he had to tackle for a loss in this game. Not a lot, but Aaron Donald was producing. Their whole defense was doing amazing. They they, they gave what well, they gave the car, they gave uh, they got two interceptions from Kyler Murray. And they got uh, – basically, they got two turnovers from Kyler Murray. Like, they're turning over the ball, which, which gives them better field position and gives their offense an opportunity to score. And, you know, the offense is never going to go quiet when you have Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford there. And just, like, they're, they're dominant on the offense. I think they have a, good, a very good defense. And hopefully they're waking up, man, because it's a bad time, and they need it, especially for the playoffs.
1: Hey, man, all I'm going to say is this much. Listen. My fraudulent Cardinals, man. Oh, I can't, I can depend on them, bro. Like I, David, 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 David. I think this is becoming weak, bro. I think this is like some type of, if I say, if I say that you're fraudulent, man, I don't know, bro. Because I was was saying this the entire game, right? I don't know if I called you and said at the same time. I don't know if I did that. But I was either texting you or calling you in a group chat or something. I kept saying, I can't wait till the Arizona Cardinals lose in the first round. It's actually crazy. I can't wait for it to happen. I literally can't wait. Like, they're no longer the if I'm not mistaken, they're no longer the first seed after this loss. I think Green Bay the is. The Green there. Bay Packers are. Shout out to Green Bay. Exactly. And that's gonna be a tight um that's gonna be a tight finish, honestly. I don't know who's gonna end up the first seed. But I tell you right now, if the Arizona Cardinals don't end up the first seed, they get getting eliminated first round. It's just as simple as that. They're gonna get upset. And now DeAndre Hopkins is out. Oh, my gosh. It's over. Dude, they're crumbling. They're crumbling. Piece by piece. Piece by piece, man. Also, really quick before we move on from this game, I want to talk about that one. At the end of the game, it was basically um, Arizona had one more chance to throw like a Hail Mary. And Kyler Murray made a mistake by not spiking the ball. I don't know why. Have no clue. (laughs) Right? he He had at least a couple seconds to spike the ball, and he just chose not to. Right? But he hiked he the ball. It looked like no one was ready for the play. No one no – one the whole offense looked so confused. And on top of it all, Aaron, he spun around some guy. And then Aaron Donald started darting at him. And I was like, wow. He was, <laughs> his life must have flash before his eyes at that point, bro. His life was a flash before his eyes. Because Aaron Donald is just a monster. He's just such a scary human being. I've never met someone so dominant. Well, I never met him in the first place. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying, but yeah,
0: you know, that that last play though, I don't know why, but I was laughing at it because it just like, yeah. it, it just made no sense. I, like spike the ball, and you get a chance to throw like a sixty yard hail mary, like you did against, I believe it was the Buffalo Bills that one time, and they got successful with DeAndre Hopkins catching it. I don't know if anyone remembers that that was last year, but they they've I... been successful in hail mary attempts before, and especially with the arm like Kyler Murray, like just spike the ball, get some time, regroup, and then. Just throw it down the field. No, Kyler Murray's like, all right, let's let's wrap this game up. I gotta go home real quick, and he just basically told him, just uh, just we'll snap the ball, and no one was ready. I don't even think the offensive line like they, they let all the defenders go right by them. They had no idea what was going on. It was hilarious. I love that. <laughs>
1: dude. Yeah, dude, I honestly like Kyler, but this this but um besides like the whole like sacking part, because I agree with you, that was mad funny. Like I, cause. All I could think about was this, ladies and gentlemen. If you listen to our last shows, and if you haven't, you know, go go check them out. Obviously, but like David in one of the other shows said, if Aaron Donald was running at to me, he said I would hand them the ball off, and that's all I could think of when he was running at the <laughs> Kyler Murray. I was like, Kyler Murray's like five eleven, right? He's like five eleven, five ten. Yeah,
0: five eleven. Yeah, like he's
1: like five eleven. like that. he's like our height. So like, in other words, like we would. Just, that's basically us.
0: And he just, dude, bro, that's just hilarious. But funny. you know, you know, you know, what I was thinking too like Kyler Murray was like literally running for his life. I'm saying if you if you mute the the noise and you put like the little the background music like like something like, that. Like, a little, <laughs> like like, little like the little rascals music in the background, like black and white, boom, you got like most idea.
1: definitely, most definitely, man. But without further ado,
0: David, do you mind? If, do you have anything else to say on the game? No, that's it. I'm just proud of the Los Angeles Rams. And also one one quick thing they they had some COVID issues too before the game. Jalen Ramsey did not even play because he tested positive. I think an hour or two before the game, so they they played great defense without one of their keystone uh, key key guys and uh, Jalen Ramsey. So very impressive.
1: Yeah, man, definitely. And that's another worrying thing for Arizona. To be honest with you, kind of a worrying thing. But regardless. Um, we do have an audio message in the queue. Do you mind playing that really quick? Let's do it. All right, this one is from Mr. Motive. I got to do it. I got to do it this time, Mr. Motivations. Here he did his intro. But he's, it's Mr. Motivations in the building. Let's there see what he's go. got. Let's see what he's got to say. Here we go.
2: Sir, sir, sir. Eric, stop. Stop it. Yo, this <laughs> is a divisional game against the Rams. eventually... B J and Stafford were going to get it together. Eventually, this team was going to work. wake up. Did you think that the Arizona Cardinals really were going to sweep the Rams? I mean, I thought that. I hope that. But come on. Like, they, if the Rams are who they say they are, they're going to have to play up to that level at some point. Matthew Stafford had been playing good over the last three weeks. So let's not get carried away and think that, oh, Cardinals is fraudulent. Oh, Cardinals ain't going to be able to do it. <laughs> yes, they just lost DeAndre Hopkins for the remainder of the regular season, but he'll probably definitely – work his hardest to be back for the postseason. And I think they're going to go and, and probably run the table for the, for the rest down. I mean, what, they got the Cowboys? Come on, man. Cowboys, really? So I really think they're going to be able to run this table and, and get that number one seed back from the fraudulent Green Bay Packers, who always oh, fail in the NFC no. Championship game. Whoa. You
0: can't say that. You can't Yo. say fraudulent and say Green Bay Packers in the same sentence. That's impossible. David, let me get this. Let me get this really quick. Let me, let me get this. Yo, Mr.
1: Motivations. Clearly, you haven't been – I need, I need to update you on, 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 the recent, on the recent things that's been happening, my guy. First of all, hold up. Listen, it's not because of this game that I'm calling them fraudulent. David, correct me if I'm wrong. When did I start saying the Arizona Cardinals were fraudulent? Tell me. Week three. Week three, I believe. It was around week three. If not, it was, it was definitely in the beginning of the season. One of the two. Okay. I said this from the beginning of the year. I said that Arizona, no matter where they are, they're gonna get into the playoffs, right? And then they're just gonna choke. It's just that simple, right? And to me, it, was, it didn't have to do with their team. It didn't have to do with how good their team was. I just, ha- I just knew and had the feeling that this is what to, this is what was gonna happen to Arizona, right? And I'm still gonna stick with that, man. It's my fraudulent vibe. I did the same thing with Utah Jazz last year, and I'm gonna do it with the Arizona Cardinals now. And I'm doing it with the Memphis Grizzlies over in the NBA, but we'll get we'll get to that in a minute. But listen, man, Mr. Mis- motivations. right? As of right now, the only way I see the Cardinals going out through the first round is if they get the bye, right? Or they versus the Cowboys. <laughs> one, of the, uh, one of the two. And if they lose to the Cowboys, oh my gosh, help them. They need help after that if they lose to the Cowboys, because I mean not that much.
0: At least they made the playoffs.
1: Well, yeah, but at the same time, it's, <laughs> I don't know. As of right now, I'm looking at the playoff. I'm looking at the playoff picture, and Green Bay, obviously, Green Bay is the first team now, so they have to the buy. And then um, Tampa Bay would versus Washington, Arizona would versus San Francisco, um, Dallas would versus Dallas would versus the Rams. Though. now Arizona versus San Francisco, that's definitely like a game. That if I said that the 49ers were going to win, like that's very like a that's a very bold prediction. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, anything is possible. I definitely think the Arizona Cardinals could win that game, but I'm still saying that they're fraudulent. Right? I'm still saying that they're not they're not those they're not that team, man. They're not that team. And Mr. Motivations, I know you have said in several times that that you think that they're gonna go to the um to the Super Bowl. I'm telling you right now, that's not happening. I'm telling you right
0: now. That's what I'm gonna say.
1: But the I don't Green
0: what? No, nah, no, nah, you can't say that. You can't say that. It's forbidden. But, Eric, I will say, What's you up? are in fact one for one on your fraudulent cases. This, this whole like, this whole like beginning of our podcast and beginning of D and D takeover. You are in fact one for one on your fraudulent cases. So I got to give you a round applause for that. You picked Utah Thanks. Jazz last year, and they got eliminated. I believe it was the first round in the NBA playoffs. So it was second round. It was second round. It oh, was second round. But you yeah. know they didn't go as deep as they were expected. So. You got, like, exactly. a
1: sense for this. Thank you, my guy. But listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm sensing it a lot from the Arizona Cardinals right now, bro. All sensing right. it a lot, man. But either way, that's all we got in that game, yeah? Yeah, that's all I got. All right, so we do have an audio message in the queue. It's also from Mr. Motivation, so let's go ahead and play that one really quick, yeah?
2: Let's do it. Right, here we go you get the right to say that the Arizona Cardinals is fraudulent, <laughs> then I get the right to say that the Packers are. They're not their team, bro. No! Every year, no matter what, this man always flakes out in the NFC Championship game. He always flakes out, bro. It's it's like a pattern. It's consistency. I do not think, whether he has home, fan, home field advantage or not, that Aaron Rodgers will be able to beat the Cardinals. That Aaron Rodgers will be able to beat... Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that Aaron Rodgers will be able to beat the Rams. I just do not see that in playoff time, in crunch time, in clutch time, Aaron Rodgers will crumble as he always does. No,
0: no, 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 no. Mr. Motivations, no, no. And also, like, you're saying that he does not get it done, but there are other factors to the team, not just Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers does his part. Last year, they versus Tampa Bay in the NFC Championship. They versus Tampa Bay, and they were winning. And then all of a sudden, Tampa Bay gets a last-minute drive, and uh, Kevin King, I believe, misses the ball or misses a tackle. I, I can't rec- recollect what happened because that, that, like, a year ago, but I think he missed a tackle, which allowed him to get a first down, which, which was fourth and ten. It's like it's like it's not Aaron Rodgers' fault in every situation. There's other factors to it. I agree. But Aaron Rodgers, he's going to come up big. He's going to come up big this year. Guaranteed. guarantee Aaron- it has also he also has a Super Bowl, so like I don't know
1: why we talking like he can't get it done. He can get it done. He's proven that he can get it done. stop. Like no bro. This whole conspiracy theory that you got that Aaron Rodgers doesn't can't get can't get the job done, I highly doubt that's ever really realistically Aaron Rodgers' fault. Highly doubt. Right? I'm gonna be honest. I haven't looked into it. I'll be honest. I haven't looked into like the, the stats that you mentioned. But I can like almost guarantee the fact that it's that it's not it's ever like he's the reason why they lose the game. You know what I mean? That it's like Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, bro. It's just you it don't make it doesn't yeah, make if, sense. If Aaron
0: Rodgers goes like goes like fifteen for thirty five, I'll be like, okay, that's like a big part of why they lost. Is he's yeah. not throwing it, but I don't know. All I'm gonna say, Mister Motivations. I know you got an audio message in the queue, but listen, 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 listen. I'm making a statement. I think the Super Bowl. I think Green Bay Packers are gonna make the Super Bowl this year. I think so. Aaron Rodgers mm. last year, they got a lot of drama in the organization. And if they win one, Aaron Rodgers is going to be like, adios, I'm out of here. I won one, with, I won two with you guys, and I'm out of here. Aaron Rodgers is going to make the Super Bowl. I don't know if he's going to win it, but I think he's going to make the Super Bowl this year.
1: Hey, I still got the go Tom Brady, so I'm not going to really – I can't second that. But I yeah, like, not really I, mess
0: with, yeah, you're right. You can't mess with the goat sometimes.
1: I, I don't know. I just – after what he did last year when they weren't supposed to be there, and they didn't, they got there, and they won it, like – Man. Yeah, that, that, that turned some heads. Yeah, but let's David go ahead and play the next audio message, man.
0: I got you. Next one's from Mr. Motivation. Let's see what he's got here.
2: David, if Aaron Rodgers was putting up points like he's supposed to on offense, that's the position that he plays. You wouldn't have to worry about a final drive. You just put him away. You score a touchdown every time. Get him field goal range every time. If you're that guy. That's what irritates me. You want to be this diva. You want to be conceited. You want it to be all about Aaron. Oh, yeah, I called those plays in the second half. After the first 13, I called those plays. You want to be this guy, this this arrogant guy? Then show up. Show up.
0: You know, you know, Mr. Motivations, I'm going to say this. I don't really like arguing. All I'm going to say is this. I'm going to let Aaron Rodgers walk the walk. He's going to talk the talk, and he's going to walk the walk. Especially this year. All I'm going to say, all I'm going to say is if remember this conversation with some motivations, if Aaron Rodgers is in the Super Bowl, woo-hoo! I'm not even yeah. a, I'm not even a Green Bay fan. Yeah, but, but you're
1: definitely an Aaron Rodgers fan. You can say that much. can't say that. But you can't say that. What? Wait, you said you can't say that.
0: You, you can't say that.
1: Oh, okay. But what's it called? I will say as much. What quarterback do you know that comes down every single drive and scores every single time?
0: Um, Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones, okay Tyler yeah, Taylor. At Davis that Mills. point, at that point, at
1: that point, that's when we move on to our next segment. Yeah. That's Wait, did, did you say negative yards?
0: No, negative I said. Oh. <laughs> I miss. I misheard. I, I misheard the question.
1: You got jokes, David. Man, but. Regardless, really
0: quick, David, let's go ahead and list off our predictions for um the next the next couple of, of games, yeah? Yeah, man. If you don't mind, I actually have one for you tonight, and I'm gonna say it to the to the lovely audience today. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, Eric's got a Thursday night football game, and it is of course Mr. Motivations, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs against the LA Chargers. And Eric's got Mr. Motivations, Mahomes winning this game, 38 to 24. Wow, they're blowing them! They're blowing them out. And uh, he has the Chargers' offense having three or more fumbles, which is might, might might be interesting to watch. And he has the Chiefs having at least three sacks because their defense has been on fire lately. So we'll see if that happens. And then on Sunday, he had on Saturday actually because there are two Saturday games this week. On Saturday, he has the Raiders versus the Browns, and he has the Raiders beating the Browns twenty-seven to twenty-four. And there's a little probably a little bit of bias in that statement. I don't know, but yeah. Derek Carr is going to have one or more touchdowns. And Miles Garrett is going to have one or more sacks. And then also, he has a Sunday game. and He has the Packers versus the Ravens. And this is a big bias game, and you guys will know why. Eric says that the Ravens are going to win 30-27. And he said Justin Tucker is going to be 100% on his field goals. And Aaron Rodgers is going to have two or more touchdowns. Eric, I'm sorry. I don't want to say anything, but I don't think that one's correct.
1: All right, that's fine. It's okay. I don't need you to think that it's correct. In my heart, it's correct. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Did you did you feel the pain in that sentence? Yeah, no, yes, I I felt you dreading every word you were saying. Oh my gosh, man! But without further ado, um, let me let me read your predictions really quick. So David has a game on Sat one, the other Saturday game. It's on um, the Patriots versus the Colts, and he has the Patriots coming out on top, twenty four to seventeen. He has Mac Jones with one or more touchdowns, and he has Jonathan Taylor with one or more touchdowns as well. Um, and then on Sunday, he has the Saints versus the Bucks. Um, and then he has the Buccaneers coming out on top 38 to 24. And he has Tom Brady with three or more touchdowns, and he has Alvin Kamara with one or more touchdowns. But there Correct. it is. Correct. There it is. David, do you, um, before we go into our NBA one, do you want to run through our,
0: our listeners' predictions one really quick? Before we do that, we do have an audio message that just came in. So, if okay. you don't mind, I'm gonna play that one real quick. Yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. It's from Mr. Motivations.
2: <laughs> what is this Saturday game? The Raven Bowl? It's like yeah. <laughs> two teams that beat the Ravens go against one another. Anyway, let's stop. But anyway, COVID, man, freaking COVID. Yeah. Has affected this game. It's affected a lot of games, affected a lot of team pieces. Um uh, Chris Jones is out tonight. Willie no. Gay is out tonight. Um Derwin is out, I think, for the Chargers, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, it's a lot of missing pieces. Um, I get my prediction right now. Yep. I got the Chiefs winning this, of course. I'm gonna get the game a little bit closer. I'm gonna say 27 to Nineteen. Twenty seven nineteen. I'm taking the Chiefs. Um uh, Patrick Mahomes throws for under two fifty. And um I think that Clyde Oh, Hold oh on. he
0: has another one. I'm still sure
2: am down. He said Mahomes under two fifty uh, yards. And this okay. is the second the second part of his message. I ran out of time. I think that Clyde El Hilaire Runs from under, under 100 rushing, under 100 rushing. And I think that um, the defense gets one sack, one sack. One sack or more, let's say that. One sack or more.
0: All right. They are um, in. The pick is in. Dun, dun, dun. but da dum bum, bum.
1: All right, wait, hold up. 100 yards. Um, and then um he said that they have one or more sacks. One or more sacks on the defense. The Chiefs, right? Correct. All right, Rick. All right, Rick. We got it.
0: Mr. Motivations, I I really like the how you, come up, how you came up with the Ravens Bowl. Two teams that beat the Ravens are going up against each other, and Eric somehow had to pick that game. I like that. I like that. It has a nice little sound to it.
1: Okay. All right. And with that being said, watch this. <laughs> but I'm going to – just. I'm I'm about to make you guys both be quiet. Hold up, hold up. Let me get my facts. All right, so the Jets, right, eliminated from playoff contention, three and ten. No all one right.
0: cares.
1: Okay. No one the cares. J- four and nine. They're not eliminated yet, but they're four and nine. Got. Oh, the Panthers, five and eight. Oh, okay. Um, let's see if they're above. Wait. Oh, they're all under five hundred. Got it. Okay, understood. 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 Don't come for my yeah, team. but, but
0: guess Look, what teams are trash. But guess what? If you combine all of our teams, we have a higher more wins than you. So beat that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, but That's what above I thought. 500. That's right. Are you above 500 <laughs> if you combine your record? And we move on to our next <laughs> segment.
1: Ah, understood. Understood. <laughs> understood. You, you guys both like,
0: But um go ahead, David. Yeah, go ahead. Uh we actually do have an audio message in It's from Adrian Gonzalez, so I'm going to play it. Here we go.
3: Hey guys, what's up? So, what are you guys thinking about the whole COVID thing that's been going on? Because uh, I've been told that uh, that over a hundred people in the NFL, players and staff, are affected from COVID. So, how do you guys think that this will play a toll this week? And do you what, what y'all's what y'all's take about you know catching COVID right now, so that way you don't catch it COVID, you know, during the playoffs, you know, and then obviously you don't have, you know players like Adams or you know Aaron Rodgers or even like players like uh Tom Brady or you know players like that right you know where they would uh simply be out in the playoffs because of COVID what you guys what you guys think about that is that good or bad is it beneficial to get it right now then you know get it later when you actually need to be on the goddamn field or what's up first
0: shout out Adrian Gonzalez but like Honestly, I don't think I do think it's beneficial to get it any time. Yeah, <laughs> I right. I thought you the same sick. thing. I don't think anyone wants to get sick, but I understand what you're saying in terms of like missing important games. But like, like <laughs> this is what I'm thinking. I don't know why, but I'm just messing around here. But like, say like when your teammate has COVID, <laughs> well, like the whole team's gonna rush over Tim just so they get it before the before the playoffs It's like to get them all sick. <laughs> like, it's like just before the playoffs, but like. I don't know. With this whole COVID situation, to answer your first part of the question, I mean, how I think the NFL is going to play this, I think they're going to have to cancel some games. I mean, I feel like it's going to get to a point. Like you said, they have 100 COVID uh, tested positive COVID cases, including staff and players. I think they're going to have to cancel, cancel a couple games, depending on how, how many teams have outbreaks and which so, so forth and so, so that. But Because um, if we look at all the other leagues, like soccer in the Premier League right now, they canceled five games over the weekend because of COVID. So, I think I think uh, they're gonna have to do something like that. I don't know for maybe a week, maybe for two weeks, but it depends on how many people will come back and turn uh, become become negative. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. What, listen, I would say I hope none of the games get canceled. I don't want to see that any of
1: the games are gonna get canceled, right? But I will say this much. Um, we gotta hope for the best, man, cause like it's really it's like it's very it's getting a little bit worse than I expected. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. if you look at the NBA as well, like there's a lot of big deal not big topics that big deal not big deal topics I have on that, but a lot of players are now going into COVID protocol. A lot of them. Yeah. Right? And but we'll talk about that a little bit later. But overall, I just wanna say this much. I really hope no one gets COVID during playoffs. Cause then in that case, Like, there's going to be so many, like, whoever wins this year, right? Say if, like, like, Aaron Rodgers got COVID or Tom Brady got COVID. I'm not – I pray that they don't get COVID, right? But, like, say if, like, someone like those significant players get COVID, like, there's going to be an asterisk next to whoever wins this championship. You know what I mean? It's just – it's going to suck, and I don't want that anymore, you know? So, hopefully everyone stays safe, but um, I think, if anything, if you – no, I'm not even gonna say if you had to get it, which was a better time. I, I
0: just hope they don't get it. I'm just, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's true. Like during the importance of the playoffs, it's like you work so hard throughout the season and throughout the whole season, you showed like like take Green Bay for example. Say Aaron Rodgers get it, yeah, to their Devontae Adams in a sense, and they're out during the playoffs. It's like you work so hard in the, in the season to like prepare for the playoffs, and you look so good as a team, and you look at potentially one of the teams for the Super Bowl. And you get, like, one of those things that happen, say, in the first round. And you, like, lose one of your guys. And you're like, ah, come on. Like, it just ruins. Like, say, like, Aaron Rodgers gets COVID. Who are you going to have to put in? Jordan Love? And we saw what happened when he versed Kansas City. And I don't think any Green Bay, fa- Green Bay Packers fans like that. So. <laughs> That's so true. Oh, my gosh. Jordan Love. But um... Shout out to Jordan Love. Hey, man. Well, oh, we have another RMS. We got them coming today. Let's keep it going. All
2: right, man. This next one is from Mr. Motivation, so let's hear it. Eric, Eric, you can come from my team while you want to, what you feel. I don't know. You you probably do realize this, and I don't know if you finished with your predictions or not, but your Ravens go against the Packers, and David is all up in arms about Van Rodgers and how spectacular he is. <laughs> so you're going to be in the loser circle again this week. Oh, I'm not. That's, yes not that's not a prediction. That's so not a prediction. you're going to be in the loser circle again, according to David, according to your co-host, according to your friend. Aaron Rodgers is this guy. So yep. if Aaron Rodgers is that guy, he's gonna beat the Ravens this week.
0: That's right. That's right, Mr. Motivations. That's right. That is correct. You
2: know, I listen.
0: I you know He's speechless. He's speechless. He
1: doesn't know what to say. He's speechless. Going on to the next the next topic. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> listen, Aaron Rodgers, I said that Aaron Rodgers is gonna throw two touchdowns, okay? He is. But he's not beating us. Okay, I go to, uh, to, to all my Green Bay Packers fans, listen. Don't get your high your hopes up because Lamar's coming back. He's coming back with vengeance. All right, and we're gonna and we're gonna run all over that defense. That's what I'm gonna with, say. What,
0: with what? A, a sprained ankle? Yep. A sprained yeah, ankle? No, you are gonna, gonna sprain half the, the Green Bay Packers
1: <laughs> defense's ankles after he's done with them. I tell you that much. You know what's Come funny? On, Lamar
0: Jackson has a sprained ankle, but he's probably still fat as fast as anyone in the league with that sprained Literally. ankle. <laughs> It's so a running back.
1: Literally, man. But, David, you want to go ahead and lead us into our next segment?
0: Yeah, of course, man. And our next segment, ladies and gentlemen, is our "Meet Me at the Rim" segment, other known as our basketball segment. And um, we have a we have a game that I predicted on on Monday. What what was that? This, what day was Monday? What was it? I'm sorry, the 13th. I'm trying,
1: it 12th? should be the no. It's the 13th. You're correct.
0: It was the 13th. So Monday. The thirteenth and Eric, I had a prediction on this game,
1: so I'll let you take it. Alright, man. Well without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into it. So on Monday the thirteenth, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, if you're paper slipping, you know. You already know what the vibe is, man. We write all these stuff down. So I gotta I gotta yes. put I put up for you guys. No technology. But, Actually. Geez. No technology. technology. All all vibes, but regardless, here we go. On on um Monday the 13th, David had picked the game, the Warriors versus the Pacers. He picked that game. Big game right there, man. And we were we almost win this history in this game. Almost. But we did, unfortunately. Right? Without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into this prediction. David said that the Warriors were going to win 120 to 115. On oh, so oh Siri the,
0: wants to join in.
1: Yeah, so you wanted to join in during the conversation, but nonetheless, what's it called? David said that the Warriors were going to win 120-115, to 115, right? Now, David, the Warriors did win, but they won 102-100, to 100, so we give you the point for the team, not the score, right? You said that Curry was going to break the three-point record in Indiana, and unfortunately, David, he did not break it in Indiana, so we cannot give you the point for that. And you said the Sabonis, so the, Mont, the Montes Sabonis would have a double double and DeMontis Abonis did get did get you that he had thirty points and eleven rebounds. So you come out with two points out of that prediction and your total score goes up to forty six. Oh no. Forty six to thirty seven. Yay. Just what I need. How you feeling behind that?
0: Uh I guess Curry didn't want to break the record in, in like in like Indiana. He wants to break it in MSG. I mean it's respectable. You can't argue that.
1: Yeah, man, most definitely. But hey, listen, Curry wanted to do it in the in the in 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 the Garden, man. The Garden, iconic place. Am I right? Monumental. And what a better way to just like just destroy the Knicks as well. That that's, that makes it even better, right? Yeah, I mean it was a, it was a close game. We'll just say that close game. <laughs> I was messing with you, but let's go ahead and dive into these stats. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so um to start off, we'll start off with the Warriors, right? team um, team scoring with Steph Curry. He had 26 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal, 1 block. He had 7 turnovers, though. Jeez, that's like Luka Doncic numbers, right? <laughs> but he shot 8 for 20 from the field, 5 for 15 from the three-point line. After that, you had um, Draymond Green with 15 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. You don't usually see Draymond Green with getting scoring, scoring numbers, right? right? But then you also had Andrew Wiggins with 15 points as well. He had 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, and 3 blocks. After that, you had Kevon Looney, 14 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. Um, off the bench, you had Otto Porter Jr. with 10 points, but that's pretty much all she got for the Warriors. Let's go ahead and go to the Indiana Pacers. Leading the team in scoring was DeMontis Bonus with 30 points, 11 rebounds, 2 steals, 1 block, and only 1 turnover. Shot 12 for 17, had an amazing game, honestly, right? And after that, you had Malcolm Brogdon, the point guard for the team, had 23 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds, 2 steals, and only two turnovers as well, and then you had Karis Lavert, our boy David, our boy. He had 19 points, five assists, two rebounds, one steal, only three turnovers. And that's pretty much all she wrote for the um for the Pacers as well. But David, what do you take away from this game the most?
0: Uh, I mean, when you think about it, you look at Curry's sh- poor like shooting percentage, and like he's been doing that for the last couple of games. And I think the only reason why is because he's just trying to break that record. He's just trying to get it over with, and he's just chucking up shots. So like. Like they haven't been like that consistent as a team. Is that that good as a team because of that? And uh, they're not scoring as many points because of that. But since he broke it, he's a lot better now. But now, if you move on to the Pacers, I, I guess this looks pretty good for Sabonis. Sabonis had a double-double, 30-plus double, points. It's looking good. But there is some speculation in Indiana, Indianapolis, Indiana Pacers. I'm sorry. And, uh, Eric, this raises a question that I have to ask to you. Go ahead. Um, Indiana Pacers are looking to trade DeBot Sabonis. Uh, Miles Turner and maybe even Carisle Levert. Now, I want realistic trades. Which one is which one's probably the most likely likely to be traded from Indiana Indiana Pacers? So, what are you thinking?
1: You you asking me in other words, which one's more likely to be traded, the Montez Bonas or Miles Turner? Pretty much. Okay, so in my opinion, right, the way I I view this situation. We have Miles Turner who's a great a great rim protector, right? And then you have DeMontis Sabonis, who's kind of good at like everything, right? And as of right now, I would say DeMonte Sabonis is better than, than Miles Turner. However, Miles Turner is um is younger than Taman- Demontis Sabonis, right? So there's more time for him to improve. Okay. In my opinion, I think the person that goes here or gets dealt is Miles Turner. Now, the reason I say that is because of the fact that there was a statement that came out that said Miles Turner wanted a bigger role on a on another team. He said that they don't respect them there. He said that they, they don't. They, he wants a, a bigger role than he has on the Pacers because realistically, on the Pacers, the two top scorers are going to be Malcolm Brogdon um and Demontis Simonis, right? And then he's just kind of there just to play defense, right? But he's looking for something more. So for that reason, I think Miles Turner is going to get traded before Demontis or he would be chosen before DeMontis Bonus would, would be. What do you think about that?
0: Uh, I I, so I agree with that, just based off the comment he said on it, like what you said, that he wants a bigger role. But also, they said that they were going to trade DeMontis Bonus too. Like, So maybe they just trade both of them. Now, do they trade them together or do they trade them separated? Like, how are they going to do that? And if they trade them, like Miles Turner, I'm thinking a good spot that he can go to. And this is not because. I am a biased Brooklyn Nets fan or a New York fan. This is because I think this actually could work. If you move Miles Turner, go to Brooklyn Nets. The reason being, Miles Turner, like we said, he's a great rim protector, great defense, great defender, and Brooklyn needs a big center that can defend the ball because their defense will improve tremendously with him under center. And he, he will score points when you have scorers around you like James Harden and Kevin Durant. So I think that's your best option to go. But now the only question is, who do we trade? I mean, you have Kyrie Irving. But if, I in my opinion, Kyrie Irving a tremendous talent. I would want something else in return for Kyrie Irving. Miles Turner, maybe a couple of picks. I don't know. Maybe that's too much to ask with his vaccination, like how he is with his vaccination records. But I'm thinking with the talent that he has, I want Miles Turner – Maybe even Karis LeVert comes back for Kyrie Irving or Miles Turner and picks for Kyrie Irving. I think that's the, probably your best option if that trade is going to work.
1: See, you asked me, like, before, before like, you went into that, you said, like, do they deal them together? Do they deal them separately? I think they definitely deal them separately. Most definitely. That needs to happen, right? I think um, I don't. if you're dealing them together, they're going to be getting – like they need to get, like, a superstar. Like, so, and I don't think there's any team right now that's willing to do that, right? So I was looking at other things. Um, and there's a possibility, right? Say if they were to trade Sabonis, right? I saw this thing where they could possibly consider the Suns. And I was like, whoa, let's think about this. Because the Suns have a lot of depth, even though they have a really good team. Now, if the Suns pick up Sabonis, I'm, I'm assuming that they probably deal Mikel Bridges and a couple of their bench players. Right? And they would give all that depth to to in, to Indiana. Now, imagine that Suns team. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, probably Jay Crowder, um, DeMontis Sabonis and DeAndre Aiden. Who is stopping that team?
0: That is a nasty team, but you think they would only just want Mikhail Bridges off of that and role players? I think they would want something else in return. Because Sabonis is no scrub. He's like he's like superstar talent too. He's an all star. Yeah, he's
1: definitely he's an all star. I would say they would want Mikkel Bridges as like the main piece, but they would take a bun. They would take a couple of role players, and they would also take more picks. Like maybe like one pick, right? But you have to remember, even though Mikkel Bridges isn't an all star, Mikkel Bridges is still a stud, and he's a big part of that. A part of that Suns team, right? But that's just one thing. I would say the next thing with you and Miles Turner, the best fit for him is the Nets. Come on now. And I'm not trying to be biased, but like, if he goes anywhere else, he's going to have to carry, right? And you should, you won't have to do that for the Nets. Like, the Nets, he would have a bigger role because we would just, he would be, he'd be starting every game. One, he already starts every game on Indiana, right? Now, but he would have the ball more in his hands because of James Harding, right? James Harding is a great playmaker. He would work to pick and roll with him so well, it'd be insane. So, overall, I think the best fit would be the Nets. The thing is, like you said, who do we trade? And I honestly don't know. I think the best deal would be Kyrie Irving. But then if we trade Kyrie Irving, I need Miles Turner like Karis LeVert. Or I need Miles Turner and and someone else. You know what I mean? And and maybe a pick, just like you said. That's how I feel about it. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I agree. When you brought up... (laughs) I don't know why my mind thought about this, but when you brought up James Harden and like Miles Turner, how good they would work, I I thought you were going to say because James Harden misses all of his shots, so Miles Turner would get all the rebounds. (laughs) Oh, you're so bad. (laughs) Oh, my Uh, God. Just messing, James. Just messing. No, I I think we both agree. Miles Turner to Brooklyn. So this is a call to action to Miles Turner. Miles Turner, you need to come to Brooklyn right now, request a trade to only go to Brooklyn, and Brooklyn, get it done. Because they'll improve your defense tremendously. And you'll become, like, like a scary, scary team. Because I know, we know you can score. And you know Brooklyn can score. But can they defend? That's been an issue for the last two years. And if they get a guy like that, boom, they answer, the, they answer their question.
1: Most definitely, man. Most definitely. But is there anything
0: else you want to say in that game?
1: No, that's pretty much it. All right, man. Well, the floor is yours now.
0: All right, man. And now we move on, ladies and gentlemen, to Tuesday December 14th, Eric predicted on the Nets versus the Raptors game. And ladies and gentlemen, Eric had the Nets winning 115 to 111. And Eric, the Nets did win in overtime, but by a score of 131 to 129. A very close game. So I give you a point for the team. I cannot give you a point for the score. Also, you said that Scotty Barnes is going to have at least two steals. And Eric, Scotty Barnes had no defense in this game. He had zero steals. So... I cannot give you a point for that. Also, you said that KD was going to have less than 30 points. And, of course, he couldn't do that with James Harden out. And he had 34. And uh, you finished one out of four in that prediction.
1: What happened? Sorry, I, I missed I missed the last part. I blacked out.
0: <laughs> he said Kevin Durant was going to have less than 30 points. And he had 34. So, you go one out of four in that prediction.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought I heard. I'm sorry. Um.
0: Yeah. I... Uh, I'm...
1: Hmm. Basketball is just not looking good for me right now. That's all I can say. <laughs> Basketball is just not looking good this year. I don't know what's going on with me. But listen, I will come back. That's all that matters. That's all, you, that's all that everyone needs to know, man. Listen, and if you guys
0: don't know that, David, you know what I'm about to say, right? You know what I'm about to say. No. You know what
1: no. I'm about to say. Go check no. out the YouTube channel, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Go gosh. you on the YouTube. It, it was one day, one game. It's not
0: even that big of a deal. If, what do you mean? It's not big deal. Mean, it was the first. It was the first ever winner, my guy. Yeah, I, I was, I was battling an injury. I didn't recuperate, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop <laughs> all that, man. Uh, but <laughs> without further ado, I'm gonna get into these stats, and we'll start off with the Toronto Raptors and, uh, and uh, Fred Van Fleet led the team in scoring with 31 points shot 43% from the field and 6 for 14 from 3 which is 42% and he had 9 assists, 4 rebounds, 2 steals and only 4 turnovers this is, the best game. This is a great game by Fred Van Fleet hands down yeah. and then you have 2 guys tied for 25 you have Gary Trent Jr. with 25 Pascal Siakam with 25 and you have Scotty Barnes, the rookie who's looking like a stud, I really like him with 23 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists and only 2 turnovers, great game for him But then after that, everyone else is in single digits. And then we move on to Brooklyn Nets, and we see that Kevin Durant is is leading the team in scoring. Again, with 34 points, 13 rebounds, and 11 assists. He did it all. James Harden's out. He's like, no worries. I got the playmaking. I got the rebounding. And, of course, I've always got the scoring. And he had shot 41% from the field, and he only shot 25% from three. which is a little little low, but... He had a triple-double, 30-plus-point triple-double, which is insane. And he also had a block to go on with it. So, great game. Tremendous game for Kevin Durant. He was the reason why we won this game. But not only was he the only reason why we won this game, because we had another guy named uh, the Australian, Patty Mills. And he had 30 points in this game. Talk about stepping up big for an absence as James Harden. And he had shot 50% from the field and 7 for 14 from 3, which is 50%. 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, and only 3 turnovers. Tremendous game for him, hands down. One of the best games of this season for a Brooklyn Nets jersey. He has a lot of those. But then we move on to the third-highest score. It was actually a rookie, Kessler Edwards, with 17 points. He had a double-double, 10 rebounds, two assists, two steals, and two turnovers. Great game for him. Honestly, these rookies are showing up big. Cam Thomas, he only had four points, but yet had Kessler Edwards with 17, insane. And yet had David Duke Jr., another rookie, have a double-double with double, 10 Points, 13 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks, no turnovers. Talk about stepping up big, big time. These rookies are embracing the moment. And you had Nick Claxton with 16 points and Blake Griffin with 13. And that's pretty much all she wrote on this team, on this game. And, uh, Eric, before I ask you this, I have to inform everyone that the reason why there's no James Harden in this game, there's no Bruce Brown, there's no Jevion uh, Carter, there's no DeAndre Bemery, was because these guys were on COVID. there was no Lamarcus, Aldridge, Paul Millsap. It's because they were on COVID. They had tested positive for COVID. and like we said before, COVID has been issued throughout every single sport uh, that we can think of. but uh, so they were only playing with 10 people, not, not even they were only playing with eight people, Brooklyn. and three of those people were uh, four of those people were actually rookies, which is insane to think. But man, what's your thoughts on this game? Brooklyn escaped uh, got a W at their home court. But
1: uh, they played their hearts out with rookies. What are you thinking? KD's the GOAT, man. Simple as that. KD's <laughs> no, nah, at least not he's not the GOAT, obviously. But like what he did what he did on that night just proved why he's like the leading he should be leading in um in the MvP race, man. Dude. The last time we saw KD had to put the team on his back. We were missing so many people, so many key players. And we still found a way to beat the Toronto Raptors. Not saying the Toronto Raptors are a crazy great team, but like, they're a good team compared to like if we had our full roster. No, we dominate them, but we did it, and we still came out on top, man. And um, it was just it was great to watch. That's all I honestly. That's literally all I have to say. And shout out to all of our rookies too, to be honest. They stepped up in 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 the in the big game overall. Yeah,
0: that was one of the reasons too. I mean, shout out to Kevin Durant, but like. Kevin Durant had an impressive night, as always. But besides him, you had Patty Mills step up. You had David Duke Jr., the rookie, with a double-double. You have Kessler Edwards, the rookie, with a double-double. Like, these rookies, not only is this good that we got the W, but this is good to see where our rookies are developing and how good we will look in the future with these guys as a, as a core, hopefully in the future. You got David Duke Jr. had an impressive game. Kessler Edwards has an impressive game. Cam Thomas, we already know, he's an impressive shooter, an impressive player. Like, the future is looking bright in Brooklyn, especially after we did that James Harden trade and we traded a lot of first-round picks. I'm saying this is looking pretty good if they continue it. Yeah,
1: man. We have to see now. You do got to remember, this was their, like, kind of like like their first games in a sense. So, like, overall, we still got, like – I would look to see them play a little bit more, but obviously when everyone comes back, it's going to be a whole different story, you know? Yeah, of course. But proud of them, though. Either way, proud of them. But – Yeah. Um – other than that, I mean, I'm I'm kind of upset that Scotty Barnes didn't give me those two steals. I was really expecting that. Um, I, like I, I don't know. I just I thought he was gonna shock Durant again, but I guess I should have thought otherwise because it's the fact that he shocked him the first time. He shouldn't. He was never gonna get him the second time. It's Kevin Durant. I, I wasn't yeah. thinking on that. Sure. Kevin Durant's but, Kevin
0: Durant.
1: He's awesome. Yeah, man. Especially on the fact that like the first time Scotty got him, so he was ready this time, and he got, got mm-hmm. the a fat triple double. So,
0: yeah,
1: either way, but regardless, you have anything else you want to say in this game? No, that's pretty much it. All right, man. Well, is the floor back to me? Um, let
0: me think. Yeah, I think so.
1: All right. <laughs> I had to check. I had to check. I, you had to make sure, you know, just, just to, to make, make sure. sure. Yeah.
0: I had to get permission. No,
1: I, I respect it. I respect it. But um, without further ado, I'll go ahead and go on to your last game. And David had a prediction on. Hold up, I'm on the wrong day, I think. Wait a minute, what's going on? Is this a, was this on Wednesday? This is Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, okay, no, I see it now. I'm sorry, I couldn't see that first. Um, David had a prediction on the Miami Heat versus 76ers game, and David said that the 76ers were going to come out with the victory, 106 to 98. And David, I can inform you that that was not correct, man. The Miami Heat came out on the the victory, one hundred one to ninety six, man. So. We can't give you a point for the team or the score. However, let's go ahead and look into the individual stats. You did say that Caleb Martin would have 20-plus points. And David, looking at this list right here, Caleb Martin didn't play.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, of course. He just just did see the court. Sounds, Sounds about right. Yeah, of course.
1: But, um that's that's that I'm so sorry and then you said that Joel Embiid would have 25 plus points and seven plus rebounds and Joel Embiid did get oh no you didn't I'm sorry I'm so sorry I just I just I that's just you
0: right there that's
1: messed up I, yeah he had 14 rebounds and he had 17 points so we could not give you that one you go up with a fat Nice strawberry donut right there, man. You I don't like, I like strawberry. strawberry. I don't like
0: strawberry. I told you that. Hey. I don't like strawberry. Oh, I'm sorry. You like that? You
1: like the the regular the old fashioned donut. Old fashioned. <laughs> that's it. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, let me ask you guys this. Have you guys ever just had an old fashioned donut? I feel like it's just like good the I feel like that's that's like the driest thing in the world. You're missing
0: that
1: out. Be- huh? You're missing out. You missed out on the strawberry frosted donuts, man.
0: No, nah, I'm telling you, old-fashioned doesn't mean, like, it's, it's, there's no flavor. Obviously, there's a little bit of sweetness, but that makes it the best.
1: Most definitely, man. Most definitely.
0: But, uh,
1: I, I agree, right? It, it's like, I don't I don't think it's the wrong thing, right? I would definitely try it, but I don't think, I think strawberry is better, man. Like, the frosting is elite. It's elite, bro. <laughs> that, oh, I just realized
0: awesome. that we I just realized
1: that we're talking about donuts in our sports podcast. Yeah. You wait, know you know, wait. Hold on, hold on really quick. You know what's funny. Uh the, the you heard the um the you see how we have an audio message right now? Yeah. I guarantee that it, it's Mr. Motivations, right? I'm guaranteeing this is the dinner report. It has to be cuz we were talking Hopefully. about food. I hope Hopefully, I'm a little hungry now, so I want to hear his dinner report. Here we go. I actually
0: am really hungry. I don't
1: know why. Here's Mr. Motivations. Here we go.
2: Old-fashioned? No. No, I like original glaze. I mean, bro, I'd rather eat a powder donut than white no. powder donuts to make you look like your mouth is dry. I'd rather eat those than eat an uh, old- uh, old-fashioned? No. All right. Listen out. See, that's, that's,
0: what I'm what, saying what, that's what you're wrong. The powder donuts, they are the driest of dry. That's, that's not old-fashioned. Old-fashioned is the goat. No,
1: old- Oh, what do you mean the donuts are dry so dry? At least they have taste to it. Oh, my notebook just fell. Oh no, <laughs> I lost my page.
0: Oh gosh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's it called? But no, nah, listen. At least they understand. At least they understand, man. But David, man, I'm not. I, I might, you know, maybe we have to do a little bit of a mukbang. You know, you know, maybe I get to do that. That 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 trying um, donuts. Trying donuts. <laughs> Bro, ladies and gentlemen, if you – all right, I need to stop doing this, but if you – ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know this about David, he's, like, honestly, like, he's Ronaldo Jr. Like, he's the healthiest person I know. He has to be the healthiest person I know. But <laughs> regardless, like, to get him to do a mugbang on, on Dougie Don would be one of the hardest things ever. No, but,
0: no, no. Like, it won't. It won't Yes, be it would.
1: No. It most definitely would, bro. Most definitely would be. But either way, let's dive into this game. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. All right, off the top of your donuts, cheese, But what's it called?
0: We're just um, hungry, that's why.
1: Yeah, man. But either way, um, I'll start with the Miami Heat stats. We'll start with the Miami Heat. So, um, leader team in, in total points was Vincent. It's a little bit shocking right there, yeah? Wouldn't you say? Who? Exactly, that's what I was yeah, thinking.
0: Exactly, who
1: is this guy? <laughs> oh, my gosh, his name is Gabe Vincent, man. He's his second season in the league, but he's leading the team in scoring for the Miami Heat. But there's Gabe Vincent with twenty six points, two rebounds, three assists, one block, and you have five turnovers. Right? And then you had um after that you had Duncan Robinson with twenty one points, eight rebounds, three assists, um, one steal. Great game for Duncan. And then after that you had Ooh, you had Kyle Lowry afterwards. And this is this is the big one right here. I'm surprised they got away they got away with this, honestly. Cause Kyle Lowry did not have a great night, to be honest. He had 14 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. And when you shot 4 for 12, you know? He didn't really shoot that efficient. Um, and you you did have Dwayne Debman with with a double double. He had 10 points, 14 rebounds. So that's amazing in itself, right there. But that's all she wrote for the Miami Heat, realistically. But um, let's go ahead and go into the 76ers. Um, in the 76ers stats, you had Tyrese Maxey. This is what I like to see. Tyrese Maxey leading the team in scoring. He had 27 points, three rebounds, five assists, one block, right? And then after that, you had Tobias Hash, 24 points, five rebounds, four assists, right? And then um, after that, you had Joel Embiid. He had slowed scoring. Now he had 17 points, 14 rebounds, five assists, one steal, one block. But he shot five for 13 from the field and one for five from the three-point line. But that's all she wrote from that, from that right there. David, what's your total analysis on this game, man?
0: Man, uh, somehow the Miami Heat pulled out a victory. I don't know how with Jimmy Butler out and and Caleb Martin, my guy that I picked, but also Bam out of bio. He's been out because he has a thumb surgery, I believe. So, like, I'm surprised they got this victory. And especially when you said that Kyle Lowry did not have the best night and he's your ball handler. And he had uh, well, he did have six turnovers, which is awfully high. Those are Luka Doncic numbers for anyone that knows that. But he did not have the best game. They somehow pulled out the victory. This goes to prove that their depth, is really good in Miami, and they, once they get everyone back, they're going to be one of the top teams, because not only can the superstars produce, like, we've seen Jimmy Butler and Bam on a bio produce numbers, but now we're seeing that their bench can also produce these numbers, like Gabe Vincent, he had 26 points. Like, Duncan Robinson, he's always a good good shooter, but you see, like, big guy Max Drew, he's been pu- putting up big numbers for this team as well, but, like, you see a lot of good potential uh, bench players that can step up big once this whole roster comes back, and they will be, a good, a very good team.
1: Listen, I completely agree with that. Honestly, the fact that they got this W is insane. I think it's absolutely insane. But can we talk about one thing though? And like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit of a fan of this guy. I guess he's like my De'Aaron Fox for you. You know what I mean? But Tyrese Maxey, man, I'm just happy he dropped twenty-seven points. He's, he's a little underrated in my opinion. He's a little under he, the radar. I think. With a little bit more development, they really got something, man. Ben Simmons, who? No, I'm kidding. Let me stop. That's a little bit stressful.
0: He's <laughs> not like Jerry Jones versus he says Ezekiel Elliott, who has a Tony Pollard and his foot numbers.
1: Oh my gosh, man! But I, no, I want to talk about really quick. Just like shout out to Tyrese Maxey for that game. Great game for him, bro. Honestly, it was absolutely amazing. Um, shot 11 for 15, two or five from the from the three point line. Did everything he honestly could, man. But um, yeah, but real create...
0: quick, if I could piggyback off of yeah, what go, you're saying. Go ahead. Uh, Tyrese, Tyrese Maxey, he's looking like a stud. This is his breakout year. I believe he, he was a rookie last year, and uh, he didn't really get that much playing time. You know, he's coming off the bench, but this year he's been really stepping up with the absence of Ben Simmons and being that, that ball handler for this team. And also they had some COVID issues, some injuries, but he's been stepping up big for this team. And this year he's averaging 17 points, three rebounds, and four assists. Those are solid numbers, especially for a guy that's in his, first, his second year. I'm very impressed by him. This is his breakout season, and uh, but this is the true question because everyone can have a breakout season, but it doesn't mean that you will become a breakout star. Now, Eric, I will ask you this. Will Tyrese Maxey become a breakout star for the 76ers team? Now you have to mention Joel Embiid, and now Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris. Will those three be mentioned in the same sentence?
1: Um, uh, That's a really tough question. That's a really tough question. Honestly, I want to say yes, just because of the fact that, like, I want to see Tyrese Maxey succeed. But we have to wait and see. It's too early to call. You know, it's just too early to call, man. I I don't know. I don't know if I could put Tyrese Maxey, like, in the future like that. But I would love to see it happen. The potential is definitely there. The potential is definitely there. But uh, I can't put an answer. That's such a hard answer, David. You have to make a prediction.
0: Come on. You see how he's playing? Oh, my you gotta God. You got to see how right, well, going gonna, gonna to Are you going to make a
1: prediction, too, then, if I make oh, a prediction? Yeah. yeah okay. Course. Okay. I think – I think in the future, he's capable of starting for the 76ers as the starting point guard. Like, every, I mean, technically he starts now. But, like, that's because Ben Simmons is out, Right or he's not, Benson is not coming back, in other words. But I think that, I don't think that Tyrese Maxey, Tyrese, I said Maxey, <laughs> Tyrese, Tyrese Maxi. Joel Embiid might be in the same sentence. I don't think that might happen, because Joel Embiid's seeking a title, right? And he doesn't have time to wait for Tyrese Maxie to develop, right? But, I think they have a great player in Tyrese Maxey, I think they will stick with him. That's why I think. Yeah.
0: Now, I will say this. I agree with you. I think Tyrese Maxey will become a breakout star. He's breaking out this year. And I think if he continues his development with the 76ers and they continue to give him this much playing time and him developing well with this, I think he's going to be a starting, like you said, he's starting already, but he's going to be like a, a star point guard for this team. Everyone's got to watch out for Tyrese Maxey because last year he was only a rookie. And I don't know how old he is. He's 21 years old. He's still, he's still very young. And last year yeah. he averaged 15 minutes coming off the bench, eight points, and he just it was only eight points. And then this year, well, one re, averaging 1.7 rebounds, two assists, uh, one turnover per game, and he's just averaging very low numbers because he was coming off the bench in the low minutes. This year, in only 28 games, he's averaging 34 minutes a game, 17 points, uh, th- three and a half rebounds, 4.7 assists, 1.4 turnovers, and almost a steal and half of a block per game. So he's definitely looking good. Those are trending... Those numbers are trending very, very high, so I'm very impressed with Tyrese Maxey, and um, I'm gonna say I think I think he might be... This potentially, if, if Embiid stays and uh, Tobias Harris gets back into form, I think this potentially could be a big three in the future. Listen, I... See... That's if Joel Embiid stays, though.
1: I don't that's see it. That, I honestly don't see that happening, in my opinion, bro. Like, I just... Joel Embiid, let's see. Hold up, really quick. Joel Embiid has not won a ring yet, right? No. He's loyal, but he's 27 years old, right? After a while, man, I don't know how long he has left in Philly overall. Because after Ben leaves, because Ben is going to leave, it depends on what Philly gets for Ben, right? If Philly don't get anything for Ben, I think you can kiss Joel Embiid goodbye. I personally believe that, right? And Mm. that is going to be a big part of it. So, in my opinion, I don't think that Joel Embiid will be there with Tyrese Maxey for very long. I'm just going
0: to say that right there. Okay. Those have just been said. The words have been spoken. Cannot take them back. But you're thinking if Ben Simmons gets traded and Joel Embiid, like, say they trade him for, like, a couple of picks and, like, a role player, you're saying that if Joel Embiid gets no help, then he's going to be like, adios, Philadelphia. I'm going somewhere else.
1: Yeah, most definitely. I
0: I can see it. He's getting older too.
1: Yeah, he's not getting any younger.
0: That's how I feel about it. But, but that have, that's that's only if his mindset is to win a championship and not really caring about the organization and the fans, in a sense. See, the thing is, though, he, I feel like
1: when it, let's let's. Oh, this is a good. You know what? I have a question for you after you go over my last game. Okay, it's gonna be like a little debate topic. I know we don't do great debate anymore, but I think like we have, we have we have time. We're actually running on great on time right now. So yeah. what's it called? First actually is play this audio, right? And then i then I'm gonna throw it over to you so you can read my last prediction and then I wanna ask you a question. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead I'm gonna go ahead and play the next one. This is from Mr. Motivations. Here
2: we go. Report. I went to Mickey D's today. I got a medium fry. They have the Mariah, the Mariah menu for Christmas. What? So I got a free six what? piece nugget, sweet and sour sauce, you already know. Uh, double cheeseburger and a McChicken. Yeah. So, <laughs> mm, That was it. Nothing spectacular.
0: Yo, yo, yo. Wait, the, wait, wait. <laughs> Go ahead, David. Go ahead. I was like, wait, wait, hold on. You said the Mariah special? Yo, all I could think about was this. It's like, imagine, like, you go
1: to order it, and all you hear is like, all I want for Christmas. A <laughs> little McChicken.
0: Like, what... <laughs> Or, or also when you open the, when you open the bag it just starts like singing like you know when the cards open up and they just start singing yes. yeah like you open the bag and like Mariah Carey is singing to you and she's like she just <laughs> oh my gosh that would cry laughing that's hilarious bro I mean uh, well, what what's in the Mariah special though like that's what her name like they should add something else special to that because that's not special the Mariah special is not special without Mariah Carey singing that's all
1: I'm gonna say. No. No, the Mariah carry the, the the Mariah meal is not special without Mariah. They need to, <laughs> they need to pull up to every house in the world right now and just
0: start singing. Uh,
1: that's the problem. Yeah, man. They need to. They need a They need a They need to duplicate her, and then she could be at every. All right, I'm dragging it. I can't. be Yeah, lying.
0: you're getting way into a different topic. I, uh, my brain is loose. My brain is like just like going places that I don't even know where it's going. <laughs> We're being creative, as some people would say. Some people would say crazy, but. Not further ado. We do have another audio message from Mr. Motivations. I'm gonna play
2: it. Go ahead. Oh, it's twelve days of Mariah. So like oh. every day there's something special. Like the other day you get a free Big Mac. Today you got a free oh. six piece. Tomorrow you get a free cheeseburger. They're like giving away stuff for twelve days in honor of Mariah and Christmas. Oh, alright.
0: That's a different story. I'll take the free meals. I don't need Mariah Caring. I'll take the free meals.
1: But, yeah, let me get let me get the meal, dog. Let me get. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so Without further
0: without further ado, but, uh, let's yeah. move on to Eric's last prediction in the NBA, and uh, it was on Wednesday as well. And he picked the the Charlotte Hornets versus the San Antonio Spurs, and Eric, ladies and gentlemen, said that the Spurs were going to beat the Hornets one twelve to one hundred five. And Eric, I'm sorry, but the Hornets actually beat the Spurs. 131 to 150. How? I cannot give you a point for the team or the score. Also, you said that JaJonte Murray was going to have a 15-plus point triple-double. And if this pulled off, I would have probably gave you two points for this. But he did not. He had 10 points, nine rebounds, six rebounds, nine assists. So, I cannot give you a point for that. But you did say that Mikkel Br- Miles Bridges was going to have less than 25 points. And he did have 19 points. And somehow they won this game. And um, you finished one out of four on that. And it brings you total up to 39. It is currently... 46 to 39, me, in the lead, going into next week. David,
1: I'm telling you right now, you – DeJounte Murray sucks. Stop. Don't be like that. Don't be like that.
0: I I bet on DeJounte Murray, and look where you got me. Absolutely nowhere. Let me tell you this right now. Let me tell you this right now. The next rising stars in this league – Oh, my gosh. The next rising stars in this league, they got to watch out for. We already said Tyrese Maxey. Lamelo Ball obviously is already at that is at, at that level, in my opinion. But these other two guys that I feel like no one gets really attention to, Dejounte Murray, tremendous defender, and he's a great playmaker. He's got to improve his shooting and his scoring. And then you got De'Aaron Fox, and see De'Aaron Fox, a great great scorer, great shooter. He can drop you thirty plus points, but he's got to improve his playmaking and a little bit of his defense. So watch out for those two guys in the future. I'm telling you, they're gonna be De'Aaron Fox- the Aaron Fox Kings. What? He
1: needs to, he needs to leave the Kings, bro. He needs to get out of there. Come just, to just, no, bro. We don't need De'Aaron Fox. All right.
0: Then, then come to the, the Knicks.
1: Y'all would love
0: that. He'd oh be a my great.
1: Gosh. He would. But either way, I'm gonna throw it back over to you. Go ahead. Yeah,
0: real. Let's get into these stats, and we'll go over to San Antonio Spurs real quick. And the leading scorer. No, it was not DeJounte Murray. It was not Derek White. It was not Doug McDermott. It was not Kendon Johnson. It was, in fact, Brian Forbes off the bench. He only played 19 minutes, and he had 25 points. That's insane. Uh, he shot 54% from the field and 50% from three. He made all of his free throws, 10 for 10. And we move on to the second-highest score, which is Keldon Johnson with 21 points, three rebounds, one, ass- one assist. Shot 56% from the field and 42% from three. And after that, you have Derek White. With 18 points, 7 assists, 6 rebounds, 2 turnovers. And then Devin Vazel with 10 10 points. And then he DeJounte Murray, 10 points, 6 rebounds, 9 assists, 1 steal, and only 1 turnover. He did shoot 36% from the field and 40% from 3. But um, other than that, and yeah, Doug McDermott with 10 points as well. But other than that, uh, slow night. You know, it's not really a good night when your leading scorer is Brian Forbes off the bench. So... I mean, you expect Derek White to at least producing those similar numbers. Even Dejounte Murray they score a little bit more, but it's unfortunate. But now we move on to the Charlotte Hornets side. And we move on to the leading scorer, Eric. And I'm telling you, this guy, he's so underrated in my opinion. I don't know. Like, he used to be so good on the Utah Jazz. Everyone looked at him as a superstar. And he kind of fell off due to his injury. And now he's just being consistent for this team. He's being that team's number two when he has to. He's being the number three when he has to. He's even being the number one when he has to. And this guy, the underrated player, in my opinion, is Gordon Hayward. The guy dropped 41 points in 29 minutes. He shot 78% from the field and 83% from three. And five rebounds, three assists, only one turnover. That is tremendous. I'm telling you, this guy is underrated.
1: Um... Ah, underrated. Underrated is a strong word. I don't know if he's under the radar. I feel like we know that Gordon Hayward is good, right? It's just, I the, on this team, I feel like no one notices him. I wouldn't say that much, right? But I wouldn't say he's just underrated. I think we know what Gordon Hayward's capable of. I just think that, like, since LaMelo Ball and Mikel Bridges are having great seasons, we don't really see what Gordon Hayward does. That's what makes this team so good. So good, honestly. He's not talked I, I thought, about. He's
0: not talked about a lot in the media.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I do agree with that. We don't. They don't talk about him enough. It's all about Lamelo Ball, Mikel Bridges, because they. Because all you hear from the um the, the announcer is a lot a
0: lot from Lamelo, and he's like daily D, dear, and he just <laughs> screaming. I love that announcer. That announcer's amazing. I love when announcers make the fun in the game. That's what makes it so interesting to watch. But yeah we move on to the, the second highest score was in fact, Cody Martin and he's had 21 points, eight rebounds, three assists, one block and only two turnovers. And then we move on to Jalen McDaniels with 15 points, 10 rebounds. And then PJ Washington with 12 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. And then miles bridges with 19 points, eight rebounds, eight assists, one block, no turnovers. Terry Rozier with 13 points. He came back from COVID and, um, other than that, that's pretty much all she wrote for this Charlie Hornet side. Um, honestly, all I can take from this game is an awesome game from Gordon Hayward, which is pretty much why they won this game. Because usually Gordon Hayward, if he averages what he averages, which is like 22 points, they would be a much closer game. But Gordon Hayward had to go off.
1: Yeah, definitely. And he stepped up. Stepped up most definitely. But that's why I got to say in this game, too. And DeJounte Murray's garbage, man. Symbols are Stop, yeah. bro.
0: He's becoming a rising star. You mark my words.
1: I'm marking them. I'm marking them down.
0: Please, Mark. But, hey, man,
1: without further ado, really quick, before we move on to Big Deal, Not Big Deal, right? Um, oh, no, no, let me do this first really quick. I want to do this first really quick. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we run a listener's predictions game, for all you guys that don't know, but I think everyone here knows what it is, basically. But um, overall, would that be said, since everyone's since everyone here and they know what the game is, I'm just going to go ahead and go back to Mr. Motivation's prediction, because he did have one, right? I do want to read that really quick. So, Mr. Motivation, in the Knicks versus Warriors game, this is the one that he predicted on. So, this game happened on – what day did this game happen? It happened yet? Not yesterday. It happened on Tuesday, right? Yeah, Tuesday. Okay, cool. So, in this game, right, he predicted that the Warriors were going to win, which they did, so he gets one point for that. Right. Then he also predicted that Steph Curry would have under 30 points. OK. And he got that right as well. Steph Curry had 22 points. So now he gets two points out of that. Then he said that the Knicks would have a com- a combination of three turnovers as a whole. And Julius Randle had four by himself. So we already know that he got that part done as well. Right. And then he said that Julius Randle would have oh above 20 points and Julius Randle had 20 points. I mean, he had 31 points. So, Mr. Motivations, you will come out with four of four points. This dude just improved this tally to, to 18, taking wow. a commanding lead, bro. commanding lead. David, how are we feeling about this, man? Is he rigging the game? Or- what,
0: I mean, I think he's kind of rigging it. I think so. Sounds I said like we did. Right.
1: I see we oh, I see me. The Doug points and make him start from zero again. What do you say? <laughs>
0: no,
1: no, no, you can't do that. <laughs> I'm I it just... mean, it's impressive. It is. He's kind of better than us at it. I don't know. I'm a little bit scared. Yeah, yeah.
0: Actually, low key, he actually is better than us at this. <laughs> I think we should just quit our job. Oh
1: my gosh, man! But that's all I want to do really quick. Anyone who wants to send in predictions you can you can do it any time until the end of the show. So feel free whenever to do it. But, um, and also whoever gets first place at the end of the Super Bowl, you get a D&E takeover prize. We don't know which, we don't know what type of merch it is yet, but, um, we'll let you guys know once you guys win it. But overall, David, I'm going to throw it back over to you so you can transition into the next segment.
0: Yeah, just real quick about that. No, don't get intimidated by the score, ladies and gentlemen, because, you know, you're allowed eight picks per episode. So just saying, they can get eight correct answers and be back into it. But other than that, Let's move on to our next segment called "Big Deal or Not a Big Deal," and uh, the rules are simple. Me and Eric we give topics back and forth to each other, and um, it can be any sport, just the major headlines that we think that are major, and we have to talk about. And uh, Eric, real quick, I think do I go first?
1: Before we even do that, we had to say our predictions for NBA. <laughs> oh my god, <gosh, laughs> already
0: jumped the gun. I'm sorry. <laughs> you yeah, guys say our pred- say our predictions for the NBA, and Eric predicted on. Multiple. is this a Thursday yeah this is Thursday this is Thursday yes it is David yes it is okay. it's Thursday <laughs> yes. this is today all right I, I get mixed like I said in the beginning bro I don't know if today's Monday I don't know if today's Thursday I don't know something's up but something's in the water over here but Eric said in tonight's game he has the Hawks versus the Nuggets and he has the Hawks beating the Nuggets wait no it's not tonight it's
1: Friday that is not tonight
0: I think I have the, I have your game tonight you're messing with me Eric you're messing with my days no, you but
1: I'm saying today,
0: you, said, you asked
1: me if today's Thursday. Today is Thursday.
0: Yeah. Oh, all right. But, <laughs> That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. But, uh, but Eric, has a Friday, though. Eric has a prediction on Friday, and it's the Nuggets <laughs> versus the Hawks. And he has the Hawks beating the Nuggets 116 108, with Clinkabella having one bl- at least one block, and um, Jokic having a double double. So we'll see if that happens. And then on, on Sunday, there we go. He has the Lakers versus the Bulls, and he has the Lakers beating the Bulls. Wow. That's a shocker. But Lakers winning 120 to 111, with Anthony Davis having at least 10, 10 boards, and Lamelo ball having at least two not Lamello. Lonzo ball having at least two steals. So we'll see if that happens. But also
4: actually,
0: you know what, I'm not gonna give it away. I'm not gonna give it away. What are you gonna say? No, I'm gonna wait for my big deal, not a big deal.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Alright. Well, um, just to go over David's predictions really quick. On to at at the moment, actually, at the moment, David has the Knicks, the Knicks versus the Rockets game, right? And David has the Knicks winning one sixteen to one oh seven, and the Knicks are losing right now. No, they're Don't losing twenty one to twenty to the Rockets. Yes, ladies and oh, gentlemen, you make, you're, ro- making it
0: seem, <laughs> you're making it seem like to everyone listening that it was like a big blowout. No, they're only losing by one point. Come on, Jeff. they're losing. That's all that matters. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter.
1: But, listen, you said 116 to 107. We'll see if it happens. You said Julius Randle will have a double-double. Right now, Julius Randle has eight points and two rebounds. So, it's the first quarter. So, I think that's going to probably happen, right? And then you said that Christian Wood would have 15-plus points and three-plus rebounds. And, oh, no, David.
0: Oh, no. He's out. you got to be kidding me. He's out. Okay, okay,
1: okay. It's it's the it's the month. Was it the month of giving, the time of giving? What is it oh, called? The, I
0: don't know. Yes. The I'm going giving. to
1: allow you. I'm going to allow you to switch it out really quick. Go ahead and look at the thing. Pick one player, right? And just even though we're not supposed to do this, I I, I don't know. I just feel like I don't I'm tired of that. I, I can't stand I can't stand with, I can't stand
0: so much. And we can see it right now. So hey, go ahead and pick everybody. Hey, I just wanna appreciate I I'm I'm very grateful that you did this, you know. ah. Uh. I'm so I'm so happy. Makes <laughs> so, so happy. Your true friend. Your true friend. And I'm gonna the, go with. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm gonna go with, on Tate. I think.
1: Jay J Jason Tate. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with Tate. I think he's gonna have. I'm gonna make it a little bit hard since I know he already has six points. I'm gonna say he's gonna have, he's gonna have twenty-five ones. Twenty-five
1: plus points. Okay. All right. All right. I respect it. Thank you for that. Um. Thank you. Also, thank you. Thank
0: you. No, I saw it and I was like, there's no way. I'm like, there's no way Christian Christian was not playing. I'm like, he's gonna get finessed. So mess. He's really he's really healthy and then they say he's not playing. It's so dumb.
1: Crazy, man. Crazy things. But overall, let's go ahead and go into your next game. You said you have um on Saturday actually. You have the Knicks versus the Celtics and um you have the Knicks again, winning 107-101. to 101. I don't know what fantasy world you live in, David, but they're probably going to lose both of these games.
0: I'm telling you that right now. I got I got Knicks fever. <laughs> it's a serious condition. It's a bad fever. It's a serious, a condition. I, it's so a serious condition. I think I had it for like 18, 19 years already. And, oh. uh, the only way to get rid of it is if they actually win. So it might be if here for another 18-plus more.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, he says Mitchell Robinson with one or more blocks, and he has Jason Tatum with 30-plus points. So there's Davis' predictions on that.
0: Cool, cool. But, yeah, but that for the dude. Do- oh. oh. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. You're stealing my, line. You're stealing my lines now? All right. I'm sorry. It. I'm but- sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. <laughs> no, you know what? It's the season of giving. Eric, I'll let you introduce the next segment.
3: Ah, oh, I like what you, you give did there. You gave me something. I'll give man. you
0: something. Beautiful. Oh, see, this is, this, is right. what, this is what friendship's all about, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Well, without
1: further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we are going into our big deal, not big deal segment. Basically, this is when we talk about topics that are going on in the sports world. And this is also when we kinda like venture out into different sports as well. So if you have any questions, honestly feel free to ask about them. Like if you want to like know about certain things, what's going on in the sports world. But um also um feel free to comment on these as well. You know, we love when you guys talk about it. But other than that, let's go ahead and let's dive into it. David, you, you get first dibs, man.
0: So go ahead. Thank you, and that intro was perfect. Just selling. Oh, thank you. No problem, but <laughs> real quick, real quick, I got to go into a little bit of NFL, and uh, I got to talk about this guy because he just made some breaking news this- today, actually. Uh, big deal, not a big deal. Urban Meyer gets fired by uh, the Jaguar Jaguars after only 13 games. Big deal, not a big deal.
1: Dude, that has to be one of the worst manager careers. Not manager, um... Coach's careers of all time. Dude, what? This dude came in, got caught grinding on ladies. Oh, my gosh, man. You just can't make it up. You can't make it up. Dude, I feel bad. I do feel bad, in a sense, because, you know, it's still, at the end of the day, if you look at it, like, outside of a football perspective, right, it's a it's a, it's a, a man with a family, you know, he's losing his job. You know, it's never cool. But you'll probably find another one. But regardless. He's got enough
2: money.
0: Yeah, he's got <laughs> I'm not I'm not showing no mercy. See I, Eric I gotta disagree with you I say it's Yo, deal, but even though he's got a family, all that stuff, he did this to himself at the end of the day. He was a person who went out to the clubs, it was going up against the women, he made his choices, <laughs> which basically reflected why they are two and eleven. Not only like also that, but also his whole coaching style. Like he called his assistant coaches losers. It's like this guy is totally a bunch of BS, and I'm glad he got fired. But also, there's a report that came out, I think yesterday or today. It was about a former, I think, Jacksonville Jaguars kicker Josh Lambeau. He uh, said a statement to the press about Urban Meyer and what that they had like a little bit of a confliction with each other. At, I think it was at practice or something. So Josh Lambeau was a kicker of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and um, he missed like I think a couple of kicks, like last game. So while they were practicing, Urban Meyer kicks him. While while he's stretching, he has no idea. <laughs> what I mean. He kicks him in the leg, and he tells. And then Josh Lane was like, "Hey, don't don't f and hit me. Don't ever f and kick me again." And Urban Meyer's like, "I can do whatever what I want. I'm the head coach, so I'm just like, I'm like this guy. And then he then then he cut him from the team. So like this guy, he's bad news. I'm glad they got the toxic area out of Jacksonville, and now they can find a better head coach and like truly." Begin their, their rebuilding process from there. Wait, I'm sorry. Can we run that back? Did, did, wait, is the kicker still, like, off the team? I think he's still off the team. Wow. I'm going to double-check that for you right now.
1: They should re-sign him. That's foul. And Josh Lambo's a good kicker, too. You know, even if he wasn't a good kicker, dang. Like, the coach kicked him. The coach kicked... <laughs> He said, I can do whatever I want. No, you can't abuse people. You can't you can Oh, my gosh, man. Yo, Urban Meyer was something different. I've never seen anything like it, man. He's a personality, to say the least. Being nice. Oh my. But definitely a big deal. Yeah. Like, regardless, a big deal. Most definitely. But um, you have anything else you want to say on that topic?
0: Uh, yeah, one more thing. So now yeah, since they ahead. fired him, <laughs> I heard reports. Get this. I get this. I heard reports that they're going to go after another college coach and get him as a head coach. No. <laughs> and that's, uh, I think, uh, I think uh, was Clemson head coach, Sweeney, D- uh, I don't know what his name is, but I think it's Sweeney or something. He's a pretty good coach. I mean, you can't go wrong, but then we said the same thing about Urban Meyer. So, I don't know if the college is the right route for Jacksonville as a head coach.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I just, Jacksonville must want to lose. That's all I can think. Of. <laughs> Jacksonville must lose, bro. I can't be bothered. These guys stink. These guys just, oh my gosh, they let they let, a, they, let a, they let they let Trevor Lawrence scam them. They, they then now they want to sign more college coaches. Like, what are you? What are we doing here, bro? What are we? Doing? Is Urban was Urban Meyer? It's like one of those kids that like, in other words, like you ever you ever see a kid right, and you tell them to stop doing what they're doing because it's not good, right? But they have the only way they're gonna learn is if they get if they actually get hurt or like they get hurt from doing this doing doing the thing, like <laughs> say, jumping on the bed, right? And like you tell them, like, don't jump on the bed because you might get hurt and fall off. And the kids just keep jumping. The only way they're gonna learn is if they fall off the bed and freaking and freaking bust and bust their head on the ground. Or you or know? if
0: you or if you tackle them.
1: Oh, see okay. Uh, all right.
0: Um and with that being said, gonna, like, <laughs> <laughs> No, you don't tackle them. Like mid jump, you just jump and you just tackle him like an Aaron Donald tackle. Boom. <laughs> Oh my gosh, man! You're gonna to learn but, but today. Pretty... What's it called? <laughs> said you're going said You could today. Am I am I just I... a bad person? Am I just a bad person? <laughs> I don't get it. I'm I'll gonna go. pray for your children. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna no, pray no, no, for your no. children. No, let me say this. I don't. T- I, I'm no, You know what? I'm not gonna say the next words that come out of my mouth because it's gonna be wrong. Yeah,
1: no. It's all jokes, ladies you know, I and mean,
0: gentlemen. They... Oh yeah, honestly. In today's society, I'm gonna have to say just kidding because people might take everything so offended, but I'm just kidding. This is all jokes. We're having a good time.
1: Oh my gosh, man. Well, without well, further
0: ado, David, can i jump into the next topic, bro.
1: I mean, the yeah, next please, topic. please, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right, big deal. No, big deal, is you, gentlemen? Remember that guy, you know, you know, we had that guy that, um, you know, that homie that, uh, Set a record the other day. I forgot his name. what was his name. Um, what was his name? Um, oh, Ward, right. Wardell Curry. Well, yeah, like this. I think his name was like, like Stephen Wardell Curry. Like some, something, something around those lines. Oh yeah, the greatest shooter of all time, Steph Curry, breaks the three point all time record. Big deal, not nah, big deal.
0: He's legendary. <laughs> Man, oh my. that is a tremendous deal. It's not even a big deal. It's a tremendous deal. I mean, any, whenever anyone breaks a record, honestly, it's going to be a big deal. But not only did he break the record, he broke the most three-pointers. He beat legendary Ray Allen for the most three-pointers made. That's an, an insane, insane stat to have. But not only did he make, break it in a random stadium, uh, in a random, random arena, he, bro- he broke it in the monumental MSG. And you heard that crowd. I don't know if you heard that crowd, Eric, but that crowd once he made it, Everything stopped. They were giving him a round of applause every time he took a shot. They were cheering and they were just waiting for the. They wanted history. They wanted to see history, and I don't blame them. And it was awesome to see, man. They made they shared a moment with uh, his his parents who were cheering for him. Ray Allen was at the game, so it's just awesome, man. It's awesome to see the revolution of the game and how much it has changed from people like Ray Allen or even Reggie Miller at the time. Like how much how much more three point shots have been important to the NBA because of Steph Curry. So he's definitely changed the game in the way of shooting and I'm just it's, it's awesome. It's going to keep on improving.
1: Definitely, man. And also I want to say that Reggie Reggie Miller was there. He was he was in the building as well, but overall, man, just uh we got to have a conversation. Now we got to have a conversation, okay? Oh. Uh,
3: well,
1: this is this David, I'm going to let you actually how many more
0: how many more topics do you have? I have at least two, maybe three. Because this could take up a lot of our time, what I'm about to ask. Okay. okay. Just okay. one of you
1: now. In this era, I don't think it's quest- – I there's some people that questioned it. I don't think it's questionable. In this era, LeBron is the best player that we've had. Okay? I think it's clear. Right? Would you agree? Mm-hmm. I would say that. Okay. Now, the big question is, who – is number two. I'm going to leave it at that.
0: As right now?
1: yeah. As of right now, who is the second best player of this era?
0: It's a big question. It's a tremendous question. I don't know why you're asking because this is a terror. I don't want to be put on the spot. You got to pick one, bud. You got to oh, pick one. Gosh, I mean... Oh my gosh! You have people like Jokic. You have people like Giannis. You have people like Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. Oh, I gotta put those guys into number two. You're doing oh my gosh! But all right, now I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna be serious now. So you said arguably LeBron James for for purpose of this argument or this debate, LeBron James would be a number one for pretty much decade best players in a sense or pl- best players as of right now.
1: No, no. As of right... My question was as of right now, who's in in this era alone, okay? So we're not talking about Jordan. We're not talking about all them. Right? Talking about... I think LeBron is the top. Who's number two?
0: Uh, In this era. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna have to go with... Stephen Curry is definitely up there. He's one of the best shooters, as you can tell with three-point shooting. I'm stuck between Curry and KD. I'm gonna have to go with KD on this one. I'm gonna have to go with KD. I just think I just think that he just he's just an all around great, tremendous shooter, and you gotta give credit to that. And I feel like especially this season, KD has been showing his, his, his like tremendous improvement, and not even improvement in shooting. He's always been great, but he's just been doing tremendous things for Brooklyn. And I feel like he always has been doing that throughout his career. He's just been like he's been with the Golden State Warriors, and people have been calling him out because he was with a winning team. But I just think he also he's, he's just a great player. So to answer that question. And
1: for me to stop talking, I'm going to have to go with Kevin Durant <laughs> as my number two. Okay, okay. Now, I'm going to as lo- – as y'all do know, I'm a KD fan. I'm a very big Kevin Durant fan. Okay, I've thought a lot about this. And if we're talking about overall player, I think Kevin Durant always has, Kev- has Steph Curry beat. Okay, if we're talking about just overall player, I think – Kevin Durant will always have Steph Curry beat. Now, as far as legacy goes, if we're doing the best players in this era, LeBron being number one, I think Steph Curry is number two. I think he's done it. I think he's. I think he surpassed him. We got to think of it. Th- I think. Of, I think we got to think of it this way. Steph Curry again, the greatest shooter of all time. Right, that just adds on to it. Right. Steph Curry has two MVPs to Kevin Durant's one. Steph Curry has three rings to Kevin Durant's two. You understand why well, I mean, you see the pattern I'm I'm seeing here? The only thing that I can see that Kevin Durant has over Steph Curry is is finals MVPs. Right? And you I don't really go into all-star selections because we all know they're both. They're both all You know what I mean? That's like a neutral thing for them. They they're both gonna make the all-star game always. But I think Steph Curry has surpassed Kevin Durant as far as, like, legacy goes. Now, if, because I, I don't even – I don't value the whole, like, leaving the team to go to Golden State. I don't really care about all that, to be honest, in my opinion. Because, in my opinion, if anyone else wanted to win a chip, they would do the same exact thing. So, I don't want to hear that, right? But I will say this much. If Kevin Durant wins a, wins a ring with the Brooklyn Nets, right, KD will go back up to number two. But that, I think that's what he needs now. That's how I feel about it. Okay,
0: I mean I can't really disagree because, like I said, I had both of them close. But, I mean, I mean I'm not even going to argue with that because I I agree I kind of agree I mean I put KD at two but then again I was, I was struggling with either putting Steph at two or KD at two but I think the reason why I put KD at two is because honestly his final MVPs all that stuff he's been to the finals multiple times and like like Curry has but. Not even that. It's just overall, I think he's just overall better, better numbers. Like he's a, gr- a good defender. He's, um can play make and he can also get rebounds. He can do a little bit of everything. Or like you said before, Curry like primarily is, I know he can do everything else, but his shooting is by far like one of his best things. When Kevin Durant has shooting, a little bit of everything. Also, Kev- Curry does, but I think Kevin Durant has a little bit more.
1: I that, yeah I agree with that. Like when it comes to overall player, I think Kevin Durant's definitely better. Like and the biggest thing is defense. That's that's all I have to say. Defense defense. When it comes to Steph Curry and Kevin Durant, de- defense sets them apart, in my opinion, by far. Let alone height, right? But like defense by far sets them apart. Kevin Durant's a different breed. But that's all I have to say. That's my big do not be. I just wanted to see where your head was at on that. All yeah, right, man. That
0: was really interesting. You made me think. Okay. And now I don't know if I made the wrong decision, but. <laughs> What's it, it go? I will tell you this though: the last couple of big, not big deals. You said you have two or three,
1: right? You can yeah. do the rest. Of, do the rest of yours. I'm gonna, I'm gonna chill out on this one because, um, by the time you're done, we'll probably have perfect timing for like the go of the week. All right,
0: sounds good, but, ladies and gentlemen, big deal, not a big deal. Isaiah Thomas, it. Yeah. You remember that guy, right?
1: Yes, Isaiah I know Thomas it's
0: coming. It has just signed today. I signed a ten-day contract with the Los Angeles Lakers. Big deal, not a big deal. Wait, it's only a ten-day contract. I believe it's only a ten-day contract. I will double-check the numbers on that for you. That's so bogus. It should
1: ah. All right, I'm still hyped that he's in the league right now because he deserves to be there. You know, he dropped like 43 points in the in the G League game. In G League, yeah,
0: dropped 42.
1: Like he needs, he needs to be here. He's clearly a, a elite basketball player. Listen, man, Isaiah Thomas. I'm glad he's back in the league. Big deal. Hopefully, he can help out these bummy Lakers right now because they need it, bro. <laughs> they need it. Maybe he can start over Westbrook. Who knows? <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe, but that'd be crazy. But man, yeah, I, I think it's a big deal. I agree with you, man. Big deal. Big deal. About time, man. About time someone took Isaiah Thomas on a team. Like right? this guy. I don't know if we forgot, but this guy was a, a two-time All-Star, uh, 2011, 2012 All-Rookie. Like this guy is in a 2016, 2017 All-NBA team. This guy is a legit point guard. He's really good. He can shoot. He can. He, he's really good on his dribble. Don't let you. Don't let him fool you. But not only that, he does it at like one of my guys that I really like watching the league because. He's exactly my height. He's five nine. And he's like, pretty much gives us hope. All our five nine guys be like, if he can make the league <laughs> then as the smallest point guard as of right now, then you'd be like, and do numbers and do really good. It's like, it gives everyone else hope. And I love watching smaller guys, like take on bigger guys and have success in the NBA. But I mean, I'm just, I'm just happy that I'm just happy that he actually is on a team. And, um, I just can't wait to see, man. As his career, he's averaging 18 points, four assists, shooting 43% from the field, 36% from three, and 87% from the free throw. So those numbers are, if he keeps them up like that, those are solid numbers to keep on a bench. Not even a bench could potentially start. But the Lakers, I feel like is a good possibility, is a good spot for him because you got LeBron James, you got Anthony Davis, and you got Rushbrook. So even if Rushbrook does bad, like, hey, we'll put in Isaiah Thomas. So you got an alternative bench guy.
1: Most definitely, man. I think um I, I just could I couldn't agree anymore, man. I couldn't agree anymore. Simple as that, know. bro. I'm glad he's back. I, I I agree, man. Isaiah Thomas watching him in Boston, man, was was awesome. He was a he was a great player, right? Mm-hmm. His height became a factor, I guess. But either way, shout out to IT man. Man, leave, man, give him the contract. Just give him. Forget the ten day, man.
0: Give him the contract, man. Yeah, but, don't make it ten day.
1: Yeah, man. But regardless, let's go ahead and go on to the next one, David.
0: All right, and this next one is it, it, this one is uh, a little bit of soccer. Oh, uh, I gotta get into it because you know we didn't discuss the last episode, and uh, I'm just gonna get into big deal, not a big deal. Champions League drawing came out for soccer, and um, I have the list oh. of teams right now. But before I get into it, Eric, big deal or not a big deal? Um, big deal. Benfica's going our first round. Stop. You, you don't know what you're talking about. But I'm gonna read sp- you. So basically, anyone who doesn't know UEFA Champions League? It's soccer, and they have the best the best teams of each of each La Liga uh, league, uh, like uh, Premier League. All these t- teams from like big soccer leagues, the top teams go into this this group stage, and then they compete for. Top two spots, and they get into the round of sixteen. We are currently in the rounds of sixteen, and they had the drawings that came out. And uh, Eric, I'm gonna go through each one, each one of them, and I want you to tell me win or lo- win or loss. That's simple. So PSG is versus Real Madrid. Who's winning Ooh, now?
1: That's a tough one right there, man. Um, in my opinion, I think PSG are gonna see that out. You know, Real Madrid are known for, the Real- for their Champions League glories and, like, crazy things that they do, right? But I'm just looking at it like this. When they did those things, right, when they did the unthinkable things, Ronaldo and Sergio Ramos were both there, and they're no longer there, and they played mm-hmm. big parts. So, in my opinion, I think PSG will get out on top on that one. What do you think? Yeah. I-
0: uh, I need- it's going to be tough. I like that, like what you said. There's no Ronaldo. There's no Sergio Ramos. <sighs> but... They they have good players, but I think PSG they have to win. They have like literally Mbappe and Messi, like those guys are elite. Have, literally. I, I
1: agree, I agree on that. But PSG, we both say PSG. Mm-hmm.
0: The next one, I got my Portuguese team Sporting versus Man City. Who's coming out with the W? Yeah, Man City, sporting.
1: move move on. Man City, move on. Come on, hold on, Man City. hold on, hold on. Hold on. It's, not it's not even close. It's not even close.
0: No, it's as not- much as I as much as I love Sporting. I'm sorry, Man City's going to win this one. <laughs> uh, but if they don't, that's going to be interesting to watch. But uh, So, we got, Man City, we got Man City winning both of these. Now we move on to the next one. RB Salzburg versus Bayern Munich. Who's winning?
1: Yeah, Bayern run German teams. It's that simple. Yeah. <laughs> Bayern, really? Bayern, Bayern's Youth Academy is every single professional German team. Just know that. <laughs> Bayern have no... Academy. Their, their youth academy is the Bundesliga. So they already they already scouted them out. They're gonna beat them easily. That's gonna be like 10-0 in aggregate. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: agree. I, 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 I honestly Bayern is dominant. <laughs> but uh we move on to the next one. Inter Milan versus Liverpool. Who's coming out with the W?
1: That's Liverpool. Come on now. Let's 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 not let's not waste time on these man. Liverpool are too strong. I love Inter Milan as a team, honestly. But Liverpool are way too strong to give up to give up a, to give L's to Inter Milan, man. Come on.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Liverpool's going to come out with a W. Um, Chelsea versus Lille. You know, I'm definitely going to pick Chelsea, right? But
1: I wouldn't be surprised if like Leo came out on top because Chelsea been a little bit shaky lately, right? Yeah, and they, Lille's they the just, type of team at them.
0: Yeah, and Chelsea just tied today in the Premier League with Everton, one one. So they have been a little bit shaky, but. You know, I'm gonna tell everyone to mark this day, February 22nd, because this is gonna be a an upset upset alert. This whole series with them, the first leg and the second leg with Chelsea and Lille, I think this could be a potential upset. I think Lille could take it. They're a solid team. I don't think a lot of people know about them because they're from the French league and they're not really popular over there. But I think they are a solid team. They could have a chance of getting that victory over Chelsea. But I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Lille. I'm gonna go with Lille. But what? Yeah, I'm thinking they're gonna have the upset. I think they're very solid, but now we move on to another one: Villa, Villa Real, Villa Real, Villa. Oh my gosh, I can't speak. Villa Real versus Juventus. Who's coming out?
1: I think Juventus will come out on top of that one. I think that'll yeah. be close. I think that'll be a very close matchup. But I think Juventus will come out on top. I think this is evenly matched,
0: <laughs> but that's Juventus, got to say, Juventus. Yeah, yeah, I think Juventus should take that one. But now we move on: Atletico Madrid versus Man United. Who's coming out with the victory?
1: That's, that's, man, I, and I'm not even a Ronaldo fan. Ronaldo owns Atletico Madrid. Stop it. Like, that's Man it all the way, bro. Ronaldo is going to crush. Watch. It's either Ronaldo's going to hat-trick every single game against them, or may- they're going to have a nice little lead, Atletico Madrid, and then Ronaldo's going to crush their dreams. One of the two.
0: You know, and that's like music to my ears. I'm so glad you said that. But, <laughs> Scott. No, but, like, you're 100% right. It's like, you know how, for people that don't really know soccer, you know how Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears? Yes. Well, Cristiano Ronaldo owns Atletico Madrid, so it I think Man United, is coming out with that victory as well. And now we go move on to the last game and a very good game. My Portuguese team, Benfica, versus Ajax. Who's coming out with the victory?
1: Ajax. Come on now. Don't waste time. Don't waste time.
0: Stop. Stop.
1: Don't waste time. Sebastian Stop. Holler is leading. Is leading the league in goals. I don't care. It's- I really don't care because you know why. What? Don't care. You have
0: to carry his you know 10 why? goals.
1: You know why? He has 10 goals in six games. He has 10 goals in six games.
0: You know why, though? Why? I don't care because, you know, Benfica, we got that Portuguese power and we will conquer what? this game and we will win both of these legs and uh, move on to the, the, <laughs> the quarterfinals. Part
1: Benfica should be there. What? Benfica should even be there, bro. It should be Barca. Summons <laughs> <clears throat> my ben- throat. I'm sorry. Europa Team, bro stop it all right
0: well i mean uh, 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 no, Benfica's winning this
1: one. okay buddy
0: so to recap to everyone we eric me and eric we have psg winning psg winning uh we have man city winning byron winning liverpool winning eric's got chelsea winning but he, potential upset alert and i have leo winning and we have juventus winning man united winning and then i have Benfica winning and he has ajax
2: winning
1: yeah, man, simple as that, bro. But, yeah, Ajax is definitely winning that. I'd say, like, maybe, like... You're just salty. You're just salty like, that fika had to eliminate one your, aggregate.
0: your favorite team.
1: Or, like, 5-3 on aggregate. 4-1 or 5-3. It's going to be close, but Ajax is going to come out on top. Just salty, I'm not just salty. salty. I just know that, that Sebastian Howes is going to bend you guys over. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Nope,
0: nope. Eric, Eric, do you believe in Magic?
1: I'm, no, actually, to be honest, with you, if we're being serious, but... <laughs> Are you serious? No, I don't believe in magic.
0: What? Uh, I mean, I mean, like you, you, yeah. Obviously, you don't believe in magic, but just for the sake of what I'm gonna say, do you believe in magic? Yeah, I believe in magic. All right, then you're gonna have to believe in the Portuguese magic and the Portuguese power because it's gonna happen. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> it's gonna happen. But
1: <laughs> there's a point. Power Ronaldo because it's it's not even called Portugal; it's called Ronaldo. <laughs> it's called, called cr 7 That's what the country is called.
0: Seriously, right. but. Exactly <laughs> what do. I got my last, my last big old Not big deal, and I have the NFL Power Rankings week. It's been updated. It's been updated to week fourteen. And um, top. I want to get your opinion. I'm going to read you the top ten. Is the Ravens? And, there? Uh, space <laughs> stop. I'm going to read it to you.
1: No. Yo, the Ravens. If you don't say the Ravens, I'm going to scream.
0: At number ten, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Last yes, year, their ranking last week was six, so they dropped down four spots. Oh no. <laughs> at number 9, we have the Buffalo Bills. They were 8th last week, and now they are ninth. At, at 8, we have the Los Angeles Rams. They moved up 1. Uh, we move on to the Tennessee Titans. They were at 10 last week. Now they what? are at 7. What? At 6, we have the Dallas Cowboys. They moved up as well. They were at 7. And now they are at 6. Um, number 5, we have New England Patriots. They were at 4 last week. They went down a spot to 5. What? Um, and then at four, we have Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they were up. They were they were up at four. They were last week. They were at five. They moved up one spot to four. And then number three, this is a shocker to me. Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers are at three. They were at two last week. Now they dropped one, even though they won a game. Doesn't make any, doesn't make any sense to me. And then and then guess what was at number one? Number two, I mean.
1: Don't don't tell me the Cardinals.
0: Your fraudulent Cardinals. Arizona um. Cardinals are number two. They were number one last week, but they lost, so they moved down to two. And at number one, it is Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay. Tom Brady. Tampa Bay. Buccaneers (laughs) at number one. Oh, it's really quick. Hold up. Hold the phone.
1: I'm sorry. First of all,
0: the Titans are above the Rams.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: What? Titans are at seven, and the Rams are at eight.
1: Okay, can we stop really quick? The Rams are, at – the Cardinals are at two, but the Rams just beat the Cardinals. Explain, explain. How I mean. the Cardinals All right, I understand maybe if you put the Cardinals above the Rams, okay. But like, how do you put them above the Packers? How? I don't know. The Packers, I don't know. they lost, and they're they're at the same record. How? Would it- oh my gosh, these. No, nah, I don't agree with any of these at all. Maybe. Raven- Ravens should be number one. Simple as that. Stop, stop.
0: Ravens, they don't I'm, – I'm surprised they're even at 10.
1: I'm not going to lie. I'm surprised we are at 10, too.
0: <laughs> but Buffalo Bills at nine. Okay, I can kind of see it. They, they've been playing okay. They've been getting a little bit better. Tennessee Titans at seven. That really shocked me, but they have been winning games. But, but no, Dallas, the Rams. that's – Dallas, that's – I would put – Yeah, I would put Tennessee over – The Rams over Tennessee, definitely. But – and we move on to New England Patriots. I feel like they should be a little bit higher. Their defense is under. Their defense is ranked first, and they are winning games. So I think they should be a little higher. Kansas City Chiefs. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I don't think they should be at four. Mm. not know they... Why? I mean, and the one the thing that gets me is that they rank each team's like offense, defense, and special teams. The Kansas City Chiefs. The ESPN ranks their defense as fifteenth, and their offense is third. Hold up. The offense, Patrick Mahomes has – he had literally two touchdowns last game, and they won by 48 points. And you're telling – I mean, honestly, Patrick Mahomes is not the whole offense. I understand that. But, I mean, the only reason why they've been winning most of these games, exception of last week, because they won by – they won 48 to not – they scored 48 points. But when they were on their winning streak, the only reason why they won these games was because of their defense. I don't know why their offense was ranked so high. But I would move Kansas City down to like probably six, maybe five. Move down, move them down one. But I think four is a little too high. Green Bay is a major concern. I think Green Bay should be at least two, maybe number one. because Tampa Bay is doing good. Uh, I just,
1: I just don't like to. I don't like the Tennessee one. And I don't like the Cardinals one. That's my main two problems. And Ravens should be at least top five. Where's
0: the Jets and the Giants though? They should be. Ah, uh,
1: they're, they're at the bottom of the pack, buddy. Don't worry. I don't even know where
0: they are. Let me find them. <laughs>
1: definitely- Wait, can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, guess. Okay, ready? So, I think the worst team in the league right now, I think it's the Jaguars.
0: Okay, am I correct? No. It's the, the Lions? The Texans are the worst team.
1: What? Oh, my gosh. All right, fine. Whatever, whatever. All right, then it's the Jaguars. No, it's the Detroit Lions. Then it's the Jaguars.
0: Yeah, then it's the Jaguars. Okay.
1: <laughs> Okay, okay. After that, after that, then I think that's where your Jets will be. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. And then, all right, let me see where the Giants are. Um, I'll go, hmm, I'll go, they're not there. I'm going to say after them, maybe, maybe
0: Chicago? After who? The Jets. Yeah, Chicago's 28th, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Then I'm going to go to Panthers. Oh, my gosh. No, you're off by one. Um,
1: all right, wait, 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 wait. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Hold up, Hold up. It's not the Dolphins. They, they, there's no
0: way they put the Giants there. Did they put the Giants there? So, you said Bears 28th and yes. Giants are 27th and the Carolina Panthers are 26th.
1: So, they put the Giants under the Panthers? Yep. Dang, that's tough David. I'm sorry, bro. I'm I mean, sorry. Yeah.
0: It's painful. It's painful. But we move on.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's all that's
0: I wanted. All...
1: To... That's all I wanted to do really quick.
0: Yeah, that's all I have for that. My that's all I have for big deal not big deal. We can move on.
1: Oh. Are you saying are you saying it's time?
0: Yes. And I wouldn't use those words, but unfortunately they are copyrighted by Bruce Buffer.
1: Oh, my gosh. What a, what a money-hungry person.
0: No, but how, I, What the question, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I want to learn. How do you even copyright a phrase? That's the real question. How do you even do that? Like, who do you go to that copyright a phrase?
1: I don't I have no idea. Like, the government?
0: I, like, do you go to, like, the president? I Like, what do you do? Like,
1: these people are, are glitches in the system. I don't know. They're all glitches in the system.
0: Like, if I want to copyright the word Shabam, like, who do I go to? Nah, that's too, that's too much of a big word. You can't copyright that. Well, but it's time is a big word, too. Nah, no one be saying it's time like Shabam. I feel like Shabam is used more. What about this one? Ready? They use it's time so many times. Like, like, what time is it? It's time. Boom. You already used the word. Nah, mm, I don't know. All right. All right. I'm up. not feeling that.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I give up. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, David. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I can't say it's time. All right. Well, now is the time.
0: There we go. We found the loophole, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) For our Goat of the Week. Why don't you explain to the people where Goat of the Week is really quick? Oh, of course, Eric. Of course, I will. And, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for our – wait, I said it. Oops. But it's now time for our our NFL Goat of the Week. Week week 14, I'm sorry. And um, the rules are simple. Me and Eric, we look at everyone that played throughout the week, and then uh, we make a, we uh, make an assumption on who we think our top ten is. And of our top ten, we have six, we have five honorable mentions, and we have a top five. With number one of our top five being considered the goat of the week. And just not to confuse anyone, the goat of the week does not mean the greatest player of all time. It's just a fun little spin-off that me and Eric do of the best player of the week, but we call it the goat of the week because it's more fun. But
1: perfect. But yeah. the thing is, the floor is yours, my friend. So you can keep Very it going. Exciting.
0: Very exciting. But ladies and gentlemen, I won't list stats for my top – for my honorable mentions, but I will list stats for my top five. But moving on to my honorable mentions, at number 10, I have Micah Parsons. He had a dominant performance. I believe he had two sacks and a force fumble. He's had a great game, and, he, and just, he's just a tremendous player. So I put him at number 10. Number 9, I have Landon Collins of the Washington football team, the safety. He had an interception, and I believe he had two sacks and a tackle for a loss as well. He had a tremendous game as well. And we went on to number 8. I had Tom Brady. Tom Brady threw for over 360 yards and two touchdowns with a game-winning touchdown, winning in overtime against the Bills. I had to put him up there. Great performance. At number 7, I had Preston Smith of the Green Bay Packers. He had two sacks, one tackle for a loss, one forced fumble, and three QB hits. He had an impressive performance for Green Bay, one of the leaders on that defense. And then we move on to number six to round out the honorable mentions. We have Aziz Alshair, uh San Francisco 49ers linebacker. He had a tremendous game, 11 total tackles, one sack, three tackles for a loss, one pass defended, and that's all he that's all she wrote for that, for him. But that rounds out my honorable mentions. Unfortunately, these guys were not good enough to make my top five, but now we get into the the top five, and at number five, I gotta go with the Denver Bronco, Draymond, Draymond Jones, man, he had a tremendous game: three tackles, two sacks, three tackles for a loss, one pass defended, and two QB hits. Talking about bringing the pressure, bringing the pressure against the Lions, and he made Jared Goff go on his back two times, and uh, made a lot of made a lot of running backs go on their back with the tackles for a loss. But just a tremendous game, and he also had a pass defended. Great game for him. But now, however, I didn't I don't think he did better than this other guy. And number four, I got to go with the quarterback. The LA Ram, Matthew Stafford, I feel like Matthew Stafford had a tremendous game. He had, he had 76, 76% completion, 287 yards and three touchdowns, and just awesome game for him. No interceptions. He just had a, 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 a rating of 139.2, which just didn't do anything wrong. And he's one of the reasons why they won the game against Arizona. A good win, too. But now, we move on to number three. And I got to go into the, the running back of the Vikings, Minnesota Vikings. And his name is, probably heard of him. I think everyone has heard, should hear of him. And his name is Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook had a tremendous game against the Steelers defense. Obviously, T.J. Watt was not playing. But their defense is really good. He had 27, he carried the ball 27 times for 205 yards, averaging 7.6 yards per carry. And not only, that's tremendous by itself, but he also adds on two rushing touchdowns as well. But not that. He also, not only that, he added one reception for 17 yards as well. So this guy did it all for this team. And uh, it's one of the reasons why the Vikings won this game. He expanded their running game. And shout out to Davin Cook, man. Tremendous performance, but... These next two were really really great. These guys were really great. It was really hard to come up with number 1, but I think I made the right decision. But at number 2, I got to go with <laughs> I got to go with the LA Ram Aaron Donald man. If I am going to read you guys his stats, obviously we know Aaron Donald's a dominant force in this league, but against Arizona, a top team that was in fact 10 10 I believe 10 and 2 at the time, and he produced numbers like this. Five total, ta- five total tackles, three sacks, three tackles for a loss, one pass defended, and three QB hits. Talk about talk about productive. Talk about being productive. He pressured the quarterback. He pressured Kyler Murray into running into two into different dimensions. That's how fast. That's how much he made Kyler Murray run. But man, Aaron Donald just had a tremendous performance, and he also had the game winning sacks, so he had that, put that in there as well. But just three sacks, three tackles for a loss, and three QB hits. Man, this guy is a force. And to not be reckoned with. So, congratulations Aaron Donald being number two, but unfortunately, I could not put you at number one. This guy just had a tremendous night, and I had to, I, I had to put him over you, and uh, you'll see in a little bit. But, Eric, without further ado, please cue that drum roll. I gotta go with the bad, bad man. The Green Bay Packer, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had a tremendous game against Chicago when they won forty-five to thirty. Uh, he had he, shot, he had uh, twenty-nine for 37, 78 yards completion, Seven, not 8 yards completion, seventy-eight yard percentage completion. He had a tremendous. He's not. He didn't had very little throws where he threw it incomplete. It was a tremendous game. Talk about efficient for him. But not only that, he had above three hundred yards with three hundred and forty-one passing yards. But not only that, you know, he had. Not only did he have two touchdowns, not three, he had four touchdowns to go along with it, and and also he had a passing rating of 141.1. 1. Talk about a tremendous game. And he also rushed one attempt for zero yards, but that's not important. But he just had four touchdowns for 341 yards with a completion percentage of 78. Talk about being efficient and getting the W for your team when it matters the most. Man, shout out to you, man, Aaron Rodgers, being the first-timer on my The Oracle Goat of the Week, man. Tremendous honor. I hope you take this very uh, not. I hope you don't take this very lightly because this is a huge honor, and uh, I expect you to see. I expect to see you more at number one in the future.
1: All right. Um, listen, I don't have much to say. I'm just gonna let. I'm just gonna let my list do the talking, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not gonna list any stats for today, but um, I'm just gonna go right into it. David, are you ready for this? All right, let's hear it. All right, well, to start off my list, I'll start off with my album mentions. You already know. Uh, really, well, give me two seconds. I just want to finish. I just updated my list because I had to – I'll give you a little hit, David. I had to do a lot of updating, if you know what I mean. Oh, uh,
0: okay.
1: A lot of updating. But in my album mentions, I'll go 10 through ten through um 6 really quick. At number 10, I have the running back. Um from the New Orleans Saints Alvin Kamara. At number at number nine, I have. Let me just make sure I don't get this. I, I just want to make I just want to double check that I don't get his um team wrong really quick. I me two seconds. Oh, here we go. Yes, yes. Okay, I was correct. I have the Seattle Seahawks, Rashad Penny. At number at number eight, I have the Kansas City Chief Patrick Mahomes. Um, at number seven, I have the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow, and number six, I have the goat Tom Brady. There it is. That rounds off my ten through six. But at number five, we have a very, very, very good running back man. Very good running back, and that man is named Dalvin Cook. He had a monstrous week, bro. Disgusting yardage for a running back, absolute disgusting yardage for a running back. But um, at number four, we have the Charger Justin Herbert. Congratulations, Justin Herbert! He's been on this list in a, in a minute. I was I was happy to put it back on this list, honestly. But congratulations to him. But then at number three, we have the scariest man alive right now in football, in my opinion. <laughs> That's Aaron Donald. I have Aaron Donald at my number three, man. Um, those three sacks, bro. Oh, my. He and, and one of the sacks was, like, the game when he sacked, to like, close out the game. So, Aaron Donald, you are my number three. And number two, I got your quarterback, Aaron Donald. I got Matthew Stafford at the number two position. Had a great game against the Arizona Cardinals. Really shut them out overall offensively. Did an amazing job. Scored 30 points against that. Great defense. Great job from, from Matthew Stafford. But there can only be one, ladies and gentlemen. And honestly... David had said before that he thought it was close. When I pick my goals of the week, I never think they're close. I don't know why, but I just never think. I think the number one is always undisputed, right? And with that being said, drum roll, please. It is none other than the bad man Aaron Rodgers, baby. Aaron Rodgers is also my goal of the week, you and me, David. We are agreeing today. Aaron Rodgers is my goal of the week, man. Absolute stunning performance. This guy's a baller. It's just, yo, he's just Aaron Rodgers. He's Aaron freaking Rodgers, man. Come on, we got, we got, we got this man, bro. I just couldn't. I saw his stats. I was like, I couldn't help it. Aaron Rodgers is my goal of the week, man.
0: There it is, David. How are we you know, feeling? man? You know, you know what they say, right? What's up? You know what the saying goes: Great minds think alike. And that's how go to to show that we are some great minds and we agreed on number 1 Aaron Rodgers but I will say this one thing about Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers in week 14 he's making a late late push for MVP. He's like how come I don't hear my name in there? I hear I hear Matthew Stafford, I hear Tom Brady but I don't hear my name in there. And now he's making that push for it. But let's we'll see if he gets there. He's got I think three more games left so I Do you think he can. you you think you can well, I mean, as of right
1: now on my list, he's he's bumped up to number two right now. He's number two, so I don't see how he can't. To be honest, you want to <laughs> update? You want to tell
0: everyone our updated our updated uh, list?
1: I'll do top ten. I mean, my numbers are a little out of order because I just did it right now, but um, I'll do I'll do top ten. Okay, yeah, let's
0: do it. All right, you go first, my guy. All right, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, for anyone doesn't know, that's new here, doesn't know what we do. So, me and Eric, we do like. Some type of list, like for MVP or like offensive like play, We just like from our goat of the week, like we do like a point system where like number ten of our list will be only getting one point, and then the number one spot. Like today we had Aaron Rodgers, he would be getting a total of ten points and one goat of the week, which will, which we calculate each week that he had and uh, we formulate our um, our list. And at number ten, based off of a point system, and at number ten I have Patrick Mahomes with 21 points and two go to the week. Number nine, I have John Jonathan Taylor with 22 points and one go to the week. Number eight, I have Debo Samuel with 23 points. Number seven, I have Josh Allen with 25 points and one go to the week. At six, I have Justin Herbert with 26 points. At number five, I have Aaron Rodgers. He moved in. He was at 11 before this, and he bumped up to number five. So Aaron Rodgers at five with 29 points and one go to the week. Number four, I got the defensive monster, TJ Watt, with 32 points and two Goats of the Week. And number three, I somehow have Derek Henry, who has been out for the last five weeks. He's still up there. And he had 32 <laughs> points and two Goats of the Week. And number two, and this was a shocker. I was not expecting this. And Eric, I think you might find this shocking, but... Number two, I have Tom Brady. He was number one last week, ladies and gentlemen. This week, he is number two, with 39 points and one go to the Week. Who's
1: number one?
0: And somehow, this guy... Is sneaking his way to number one because that's Matthew Stafford, the L.A. Rams quarterback with 41 points and no go to the week, and he's number one.
1: That's crazy how he has no go to the week and he's number one. I know. That's crazy. Well, David, you just said that great mindset. Like, let me just read my list really quick, man. Number 10, I have Tyreek Hill with 19 points and one goal of the week. Number 9, I have Josh Allen, 22 points, one goal of the week. Number 8, I have Cooper Cup, 24 points, one goal of the week. Number seven, I have TJ Watt with 26 points on no on no goats of the week, but just 26 points. At number, at number six, man, I have the reigning champ. Uh, you had to fall down to number six. You went from one to six. Derrick Henry, 30 points, two goats of the week, man. It lasted a long time. It lasted <laughs> a long time, but had to go down. Going to the top five. At number five, I have Patrick Mahomes with 32 points and two goats of the week, man. Two goals of the week, but he's only at number five. That's kind of crazy to think, right? At number four, I have Tom Brady with 34 points and one goal of the week. At number three, I have Justin Herbert with 36 points and one goal of the week. And at number two, I got the bad man, bro. I got Aaron Rodgers with 37 points and one goal of the week, but... At that number one sport at sport. Oh my god. At that number one spot, I got Matthew Stafford, the wow. leading top dog for my MVP race with 38 points and one go to the week. So as of right now, Matthew Stafford looking like the best candidate for MVP. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: He's sneaking his way up on our list. I was not expecting that.
1: Yeah, man. Matthew Stafford's if, that guy.
0: If you look at our list and you look at MVP, right now we have Matthew Stafford first for MVP, Tom Brady right behind him in my opinion, in my list for mm-hmm. MVP. And then you have uh, Aaron Rodgers in terms of offensive players because Derrick Henry obviously can't win it because he's been injured, and also T.J. Watt he's also injured, but he would win Defensive Player of the Year in my opinion because he's yeah. number four. But you got Matthew Stafford most likely to win MVP on my list, Tom Brady at number two, Aaron Rodgers at three, Justin Herbert at four, and Josh Allen at five.
1: Hey, Amen. It's all around the- It's all coming together. That's all I'm going to say. It's all coming together. I love it. I little absolutely... by little. But there it is, man. I just, I guess we could wrap with the show now, bro. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, man. Dang. That was it's time to go to bed. Now. Show. Time to go to bed. Yeah, I'm tired, bro. I ain't going to lie. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: so hungry. i Mr. miss the motivations. You said that freaking meal. I've been hungry ever since. The Mariah Carey special. But... Yeah. but uh let's move on Uh, actually i was gonna say let's move on to the next segment now the next segment is when we end the show so let's end the show uh i just want to say thank you to everyone took the time out of their day just to listen to us you know we appreciate you guys you guys are awesome and don't forget it also if you're new here on the stereo app and for anyone listening on other platforms like spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast the stereo app is where we do our live shows so if you want to listen you want to send audio messages and interact with us and on during our live shows Just uh, follow us on the Stereo app. But if you're new here as well, please give us a follow on the Stereo app and uh, subscribe to the show because it helps us branch out to many other people on this platform. And um, also, if you want to know when we go live, see our posts, interact with us, and our brand, you can follow and and join the family. You can follow us on Instagram. It is official underscore DE underscore takeover. I will say it again, official underscore DE underscore takeover. So please give that a follow. That's like we give you guys updates on when we go live, when our shows are going to be. And we actually have a post that went up today on who we think the MVP is. And please like and comment on that. Tell us what you guys think. And we will have – I believe we will have another one tomorrow. So mark my words. But be tuned on there. And um, also, if you want to get to know your co-hosts of the show, me and Eric, you can follow my Instagram. It's David underscore Rob underscore O2. And Eric's is? Eric underscore Heinz 16. Beautiful. So please give us a follow. Also – if you're listening on other platforms, like I mentioned before, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast, um, whatever you whatever you're listening to right now is edited down. The live version of this is edited down and put onto those pl- platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. So please follow us on those on, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and uh, comment, like it, tell us what you guys think. We love hearing from you guys. And um, other than that, be sure, we do have a YouTube channel. And we have two videos up at the moment. Our YouTube channel name is DE Takeover. And um, please subscribe and like and comment on those two videos. It's a basketball 1v1 challenge and a soccer challenge. So, like I said, please like and comment on that. We have many other ideas coming to you guys. This is a matter of we've been busy with our schedules. And um, we will get that to you guys in a matter of no time. But other than that, be sure to tune in on, let's say Thursday. Be sure to tune in on Monday. I'm losing track of my days. I'm losing track of the time. <laughs> But be sure to tune in on Monday to see our quote of the week, most importantly, get that inspiration. But other than that, there are NFL predictions, because we are currently tied, me and Eric, 64 to 64. And also our NBA predictions, which is, I believe it's 36 to uh, 46 to 39, I think. Yeah, I'm leading. So be sure to tune in on that. And also, our big deal, not a big deal topics, because we will have a lot of interesting ones. And also, most importantly, we got our NBA go to the week to talk about, so... You don't want to miss it. Hey man, that was perfectly
1: said, David. Thank you guys for all the little emojis and showing the love, man. I appreciate that as well. Um, what's it called? Without further ado, man, we appreciate every single one of you guys so much. Thank you so much for popping out tonight. And without further ado, it's been your boy Easy Eric Hines
0: and your boy the Oracle D Rod, and we're out.
1: Peace. Peace.